Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 198. Woo-hoo-hoo. Wow. Oh, snap. It's your boy Gabe Patillo <laughs> with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, Chris McCracken. Of course, and as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. Let's start right here. Yes. Our community is yes. the freaking Are you kidding me? Bomb. Preach. Come on, man. <laughs> was there ever any doubt? Really? Was there? I mean, kind of. There was not. <laughs> there wasn't, but it's still cool to see it happen. It, that's exactly right. If if you're if this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, you're like, what? What are them blokes going on about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we came on here we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks episode 200 is coming up we're going to celebrate together in franklin tennessee and uh part of that celebration was uh giving some games to some kids at the vanderbilt children's hospital so we were like oh man all right well we got to do a gofundme let everybody who's not going to be able to be at 200 at least still be able to be a part in some small way and we were like listen We've got a goal of $1,200, and we're going to try to get there in three weeks' time. Mm-hmm. The community was like, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> three weeks? We don't need no stinking three weeks. <laughs> we don't need one week. <laughs> How about one week, and we pass it by $105. That's uh, <laughs> so cool. I'm so, so proud of our community. Yeah, I have, you awesome. have no idea, man. Listen, for those that listen to the show but aren't big <clears throat> on Twitter or Facebook, Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you yes. so much. You guys stepped up huge. And listen, it doesn't have to stop here. Obviously, we reached the goal, but we want to be able to give as much as we can to these kids. So go to GoFundMe.com in the search bar, type in MTTG. You'll see our little GoFundMe campaign. And 33 of you guys have given already. And... uh and we started buying the games yesterday, and we cannot wait to take them to them in July. But you can still give, and any extra that comes in is going on a gift card uh, and given to those guys so mm. they can go buy so some awesome. of these other amazing games that are coming out later this year. Man. Right. They can go buy VR with Chris. <laughs> exactly. There we go. A big thank yes. you to Josh Stapleton, too, man. Couldn't have done it mm-hmm. without you. And he just he stepped, stepped up and really like yes. kind of put all this together and uh, man, I just, I'm so proud of our community. We have, we have the greatest community in the world and it's the best. So thank you guys. I mean, come on. Yes, sir. Yeah. One week, five days. Actually. Five, five I days. When we, when so we had ridiculous. our goal, when we, we met our goal. We met half of our goal in the first 24 hours. I'm like, that's it. We got this. No problem. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Our I video is already it. outdated. We're like, we got three weeks. We know that's not a lot of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll have to make some edits there. I love, I love it, man. Doggone it. Yeah. Shoot. So anyway, we had to start with that because you guys are the best, and we, we I mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. Uh, and, you know, I knew that we would get there. I just thought it would take the three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it would take one business week. Yeah, I thought it was going to take maybe two weeks. Like, I, I knew we were going to get there, too. But I was like, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a tall order for turning yeah. it around quickly. And, you know, you don't want to feel any pressure to have everybody 
donate. So, and it's our mm-hmm. first time asking for money. It really like, is. Yeah. We've asked for money before. And if you're um, on social media at all, you feel like everyone is always doing some sort of a fundraiser and they want you to give. And so there's so yeah. many people to choose from and so many options out there to give. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Who, who knew? Well, now you know, and knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Joe. <laughs> oh, that was a mess. We are um, awesome. <laughs> we are on top of it at 530 in the morning. <laughs> All right, Router. Sir. How has your week been, brethren? Well, now for something completely different. Piper's topic of the week. All right. I know we all, we're all on this one. Mm -hmm. Barbie. (laughs) Barbie. Barbie. Completely random. I'm like, are you sure you want me to say this tomorrow? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'll tell you what. My wife is not big into podcasts. Um, and I, I used to listen, I think I do every now and then still, but I used to listen to a, a podcast all the time called stuff you should know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were taking a drive down to Atlanta and they did one on Barbie. Nice. And I played it for my wife and she was actually really into it. And so yeah. it was wow. really nice. Cause nice. she was like, yeah, this is really interesting. I'm like, say, <laughs> <laughs> I told you Barbie was cool. Told you Barbie was cool. All right. Well, no, I was break- like, I told you podcasting ain't for chumps. <laughs> That's right. Let me break it down for you. So Barbie mm-hmm. was founded uh, by Ruth and Elliot Handler, who founded Mattel Creations in 1945. Oh, wow. They, they introduced Barbie, uh, the teenage fashion model at the time, to skeptical toy buyers at the annual toy fair in New York on March 9th, 1959. Oh, wow. Hmm. And around three hundred thousand dolls were initially sold when Barbie debuted. Oh my gosh, that's a bunch back that then. That is like for being right? qu- for being quote skeptical. That's that's not very skeptical. That's like all right, we're yeah. by it. Yeah, uh, Ruth Handler had the idea that young girls might find an older doll with changeable outfits more appealing. To quote her, my whole philosophy of Barbie was that through the doll, the little girl could be anything she wanted to be. Barbie always represented the fact that a woman has choices. Which is awesome. Oh, Even back in the 1950s, you know, we had a pioneer like Ruth to, to say, hey, women do have choices and they can be anything they want to be. Yeah, very uh, interesting. According to the Washington Times, every three seconds, a Barbie doll is sold somewhere in the world. I can believe that. I wow. don't totally believe that. Everywhere. You know, it's funny, though. She mentions Barbie, but she only has, I think, like one or two right now. So, uh, like, she's not, she's not, like, all in with Barbies, but I think she likes it. But every time she grabs a Barbie, she strips her down. <laughs> I have That's no Amara, too. Well, Amara does the same yeah, thing. Yeah, why, why is that? Like, <laughs> oh, there's just a bunch of naked Barbies around. I'm like, well, uh, honey, <laughs> let's put some clothes on this doll. She's like, I, yeah. I will. But, like, they, they immediately, out of the box, they just strip it down first. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Because the fun is dressing the doll, yes, I guess. Sir. Yeah, that would that's exactly it's right. True. And, and fell that on exactly hard times, Barbie. I guess <laughs> fell on tar- hard times. <laughs> we don't need a woman of the night, Barbie, thank you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Hey, women have choices. They can do, they can do what they want. Red light district, Barbie. Yeah, we don't need any of that, thank you. All right. It just got dark real fast, so let's, let's <laughs> tweak it up a bit. So uh, this this past uh, weekend, we took a road trip up to New Jersey. It was Lauren's cousin's uh, baby shower, and we had just waited and waited too long. Flights were too expensive, and so we were like, adventure, let's go. <laughs> so we uh, we hopped in the car Thursday night and drove to Bristol, which is right in Bristol, Tennessee, right on the border of Tennessee, Virginia, and um, 
got a hotel there at like two in the morning because we left late, of course. And uh, and then Friday we got up there and um, they were really, really appreciative. Piper and mommy went to the baby shower. I went out with the boys to uh, a pub, which was great. And um, and then uh, so we got to hang out. Uh, Lauren's parents drove up there early, a couple of days earlier than that. So it was it was nice to be back in Jersey. It was very weird not actually going to like her parents' house. It's mm. like mm. it's it's funny. Like we don't have a hub anymore, so we're staying at hotels and what have you. Oh yeah. And I then yeah, and true. then uh, we ended up coming back on Monday. Uh, and we drove straight through. Got up at like five, le- left by five forty. And Piper was an absolute baller. We made it back here in thirteen hours and forty minutes, like flat. Nice. It was nice. It was. It's a long drive. It's an easy drive, but like she there at some. She didn't even want to get up at some points. She was just like, I'm fine. She was watching movies. We had a little. Um, she had her coloring books, and we had this little table on it uh, that kind of goes across her car seat, and she was just such a trooper, so that was awesome. But um, the really cool thing was on on Sunday, we met up with um, Lauren's best friend, L- Laura, and, um, and we ended up, we were like, okay, what are we going to do today? Because they have a, a 10-year-old son and a 2-year-old girl, so uh, we we haven't seen them in a while, so we were like, all right. We want to do something cool. What do you want to do? So we decided we wanted to do a landmark cruise around Manhattan. We've never done it. We wanted to do something touristy. Hmm. Originally, we wanted to go to Ellis Island and see Statue of Liberty. But um, by the time we were all out of the house and everything, it was uh, like they closed early on Sunday, which is really weird. So we are like rushing because the last boat for any... uh, Landmark cruise is uh, at 4:30, and we had had lunch, and we were just sitting and talking and laughing and all that stuff. So we're hauling it down to uh, the the uh, the ferry to go across from New Jersey over to New York City, and then you have to go like a block up and pick up the Circle Line there, which is where all the tour stuff is. So we get over there. It is 4:31 by the time we get over there, and the boat's already left. We're like, ah, oh, shoot, oh, man. So Mine. we end up. We end up. You're like, like plan Plan B. Let's rob a bank. Exactly. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. So we um. So we're like, well, shoot. So guy comes up. He's like, uh. So Lauren's like, hey, what about go doing one of those double decker tour buses? You know those those open ones that Heck you yeah. see in their hop on hop off kind of thing. I'm like, in the how many years we've been going to New York, we've never done anything touristy like that. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Where do we pick it up? And we're like, and a guy overhears us. It's like, oh, I can take you guys because you have to pick them up in Times Square, which is, you know, five or six blocks in. And we have a two-year-old and, and Piper. And and so we're like, okay. So he takes us over there, of course, for a fee. And he's got this huge black Suburban, which is great. So it was legit. He was cool. He And uh, he drops us off. So we end up doing uh, the double-decker bus. It was a beautiful day in New York, and, of course, we're stuck in traffic for, like, the first <laughs> 30 minutes or so. Right. And we're, like, and we're looking around, and we're like, man, there is a lot of traffic. And so we put uh, – they give you little uh, earbuds because there's a guy that talks and tells you all about New York, and we're, we're going around. Yeah. And then I, I realized something. I'm like, oh, nice. We're on the last day of Pride Week. For the L- oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, oh, right. for the LGBT uh, community, and mm-hmm. there's uh, there's rainbow flags everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. No, 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 it gets better. We're as we're heading down toward the village, we're like the guys, like, oh yeah, the parade's going right by right now, 
and we're like, oh, okay, great. So we're we're still going. We're still going. Next thing you know, the bus is basically the tail end of the parade. Like we are surrounded and uh, there's traffic everywhere. And it was really, really cool. And Piper just starts waving to everybody and all these guys and girls are just like, oh, look at that girl. She's great. I'm telling you, do a double decker bus. It is the greatest people watching because you get a bird's eye view of people watching in New York City. I saw some pretty amazing stuff. (laughs) Piper, the whole way home is like, macho, macho. Exactly. I want to be a macho. She loved it. She's like, she was just like, what's that man doing? I'm like, he's walking in heels, honey. And uh, (laughs) it it was, it was really cool. I I must say, like, it was, it was really cool to see. It was also really cool to see NYPD was out uh, in force and they were really diligent. Like, I saw people up on the roof with binoculars given all that's happened in Orlando and everything like they oh gosh yeah they were legit on top of it and everybody was just cool it was just great like people were just mm. whistling and waving of course they were like ah oh, there's a tour bus let's give them a show and so they all gave us a show and it was it was like it was really really cool but it's like what are the odds of us going into New York City on a Sunday and we're I like know, let's a do a double decker bus and then landing smack in the middle of the pride parade down in in the village it was really really great so it was a good experience for piper it was a good experience for me and there was just a lot of happy happy people and uh several happy drunk people i'll say uh but uh it was it was really funny there you go so that was that was my new york experience we had a great time with uh with our friends laura and kevin and uh yeah so we got a little culture out of it too i mean only in new york man it was it was pretty incredible and it, even leaving Times Square, it gets a little... I never realized how like crazy Times Square can be as well. There were um, some half-naked spray-painted bodies running around, mm-hmm. too, uh, that just said, I love, uh, NY, uh, uh, I love NY on it. And we were like, okay, what are they selling? And Lauren's like, um, probably their bodies, but we're not going to tell Piper that or anything. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a little questionable, but it was kind of touristy and lighthearted, but kind of not because they're half naked with just like not wearing much. And like their tops are like spray painted on So they wore like body paint. It was just, it was interesting, man. Only in New York. It was great. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we did that on Sunday and then Monday we came back, um, on the gaming front. I really haven't been able to play anything but clash Royale. And uh, so I haven't uh, I haven't been able to do much there. Tell them the news you told me last night, though. Uh, as far as as far as gaming and and okay, so I uh, after listening to oh, so the the write up was great because I got to listen to our three hour long marathon podcast, <laughs> right? which was really great, by the way. Thank you for that because that that made the time go by so fast. I loved it. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I I have such the guilty conscience for not not completing and or not liking metal gear solid what oh yeah. so yes i uh <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i'm gonna i'm gonna give it another go again oh yes however wow <laughs> chris is so happy however i did give my copy to gabe because he popped over uh last night and so gabe is going to first start it Okay. So that way, mm-hmm. and that'll give me a little bit of time to kind of refresh. And I'm going to play something completely different. Yes. I have pre-ordered uh, 
the fractured butthole so I can play the stick of truth because I I just need a little nice. South Park in my life right now. I think like I, I, I don't watch the show religiously, but after seeing the press conference and seeing Matt and Trey, I'm like, yeah, I need to give this a shot. So I'm going to when you pre-order uh, the fractured butthole, which is hilarious, saying every time um, when you pre-order that you get the stick of truth for free. So I was able to uh, that's downloaded on my PS4. So I'm going to give it a whirl. I know it's vulgar. I know it's rude. I know it's all those things, but I think I'm going to enjoy this game. So uh, do they give you, I guess, if you, because I'm assuming you bought it from, like, Best Buy or something? I bought it digitally. Thank you, Chris. Oh, well, no, oh I was going to ask, gosh. like, how, how you got it, if they gave you a code or something. Yeah. Like, interesting. Yep. Okay. Yep. No, I bought it right from, you can get it from uh, the, the the PSN store. And nice. so I went ahead and purchased it, and boom, Stick of Truth started immediately downloading. So You're a part of one pride parade, and I don't even know you anymore. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I'm, a, I'm growing, Chris. I'm growing, and it's all because of you. I love it. <laughs> so great. So, yes, brother, I, I just I feel terrible because like, uh, I talked to a couple other people in the, in the community like, yeah, man, that's one of my favorite games. I'm like, Shh, what am I missing here? And mm. I, I, honestly, I think it's just because I only did that first mission of Rescuing Miller, and I have not expanded further. Um, somebody did tell me to go ahead and delete your the install of the game and reinstall it, and that might fix the audio issues too that I was having because that was that okay. was getting quite annoying. Mm. So yeah. it's going to happen, brother. I will continue to play it. Here's what I will say: play until about mission five, and that that sounds crazy, but not all missions are as long as the first Miller mission. Some of them definitely are. But that's but... that's the thing, though. With me, like long missions are fine because I'll start exploring. Like, yes, like yeah. I just, it's one of those things where I have to get over the hump of getting my feet wet with it, like make getting comfortable with all the controls. This like stealth killing is my thing. So, like, I've got mm-hmm. that. I've got that down. But really kind of getting involved. Like, I didn't even know you could do drops like Ed was talking last week that you can uh, do drops and even like target where you want them. So, like, I ha- clearly have not explored this game to its fullest potential, and I do not want to poo-poo something that may have the potential to be greatness for me, and I may love this game, so I've got to give it another shot at some point. So, Props Mr. to you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm blown away that you're doing this. I'm no, so happy man. right now. It, it was it was eating me up, like, the whole time I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> man, I really need to get back on it. And Ed has similar gaming styles as me, too, and he loves it. I'm like, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? So I'm going back. I've got to go back to it. I hate, I will leave no game behind. So. <laughs> do yourself do yourself a favor, like go on YouTube and just watch, like just type in like um, Metal Gear Solid Five game mechanics or box mechanics or yeah. anything like that, just to get the idea of the controls. Because I will agree with you and say that there that it's definitely complex. They don't do a great job of telling you all what all the controls do, but right. once you wrap your head around it, because it's not. I don't want to make it seem like it's the most extensive thing ever. No, it's not. Like, The Witcher has more, like, controls to to figure out than this does, too. But it's just, like, they don't really tell you. Like, I didn't know that you could gallop with your horse to try and run away from those guys. So, like, the the first four times, I was, I died. You're just trotting. And so, I ended up having, I had to look it up real quick and like, oh, it's that one. But I didn't remember seeing that anywhere at any point. No, I didn't either. I just found it by hitting buttons. Like, oh, that's how you make them run. And then, so... Even today, like, I'll be doing a mission where I'm on the horse, and when you're going past, like, let's say, an outpost, you can lean down on the side of your horse. I love so that. Yeah, thing so that, just I, a that person. I found, and I found that just by hitting buttons. I'm like, okay, what does this yeah, do? What does this I, do? So, all, because I don't use D-horse all the time, because yeah. I have all the buddies that I can choose from, Sure, I'm always forgetting how to do that, and I have to hit a bunch of buttons till I do it. I'm like, okay, that's it, because I don't. it's not intuitive to me. And I, so only, I understand that. I only use the horse just to kind of get to the next thing, and then I'd keep them further, far enough away, because then I'd yeah. go in and start stealthing. 
everything. Yeah, that's really all that he is. And I think you by the time I don't want to tell you to play until you get quiet because that's actually a little bit further in. Here, but here's the deal: I'm going to give it a more a couple more hours, and if probably like five hours in, and if I don't like it by then, then I'm like not. You'll I'm, know for sure. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will know if I'm going to like it. And all signs point to me loving this game, and I'm just confused as to why I'm not feeling that yet. And I think it's because. It's Kojima. He does things a little bit differently, and you have to kind of ease your way into it and kind of grind out the first couple hours to to really get it going. I will say this. If you can, I know that we're all here. We enjoy a good story and getting involved oh, sure, in the story. Sure. But it, try – because I know you said you're not really into all military stuff and all yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the weird things that will happen just because it's a Kojima game. Sure, sure. If you can – just try and ignore that part. Like whenever there's talking, just kind of tune it out. Or if it's a cutscene, yeah. if you hit um, <laughs> the, the right on the touchpad and hit skip, you can just skip the cutscene because most of them you Why? don't need to know it because it's the gameplay that I think you're gonna right. eventually get and fall in love with. Well, and that was the the frustrating part was all of the audio clips were happening mostly in the cutscenes too. So like I to be honest, I don't really still know what's going on because it was it kept mm-hmm. going Captain and. and the whole time, you know, and yeah, then it would yeah. just stop and then I'd have to like reset my yeah. headphone and it was so annoying. So, yeah, man, I got to give it another shot for my boy. And I just uh, it, it's not going to be like immediately I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a breath mint and like do something completely different and just like a refresher on something else, something I've never played before. And then I'll go uh, and then I'll go back into this. So, but I'm, I'm I mean, excited. I'm to so, do it. I think I'm it'll so be good. excited for you. That yeah, man. You're going to continue on. And I'm man. Like Ed said, big props to you for being like, I'm going to go back and give this one more shot. I mean, you're going above and beyond. So if you end up not liking this game, it's not for not trying. Exactly. Exactly. I always want to put the, this the is awesome. I always want to put the effort in. So it's all, cool. it's all you, baby. Thank you. That's it for me. I talked way too long. So, but I'm very prideful this week. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Um, I have to say though, Metal Gear Solid five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me initial thoughts. I played it last night. Oh, okay. After I got it, that first hour is a lot to ask. Yes, it is. <laughs> right. That first hour is a lot to ask of someone of somebody that's never mm-hmm. played yes. a Metal Gear Solid game. I mean, in what way? What it is so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yet, know, right? And you're our JRPG Mr. Final guy. Fantasy thought that was that weird. I didn't really think it was that weird, but I'm, I know I'm a what? Metal Gear guy. What? There, there, there's a crazy redhead in a straight jacket floating yes, around. Floating around. Right. And, and you don't know why. That's the, that's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like right yes, off the bat. But again, you don't know why because you've not played Metal Gear. Exactly. I know why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that doesn't help anybody who hasn't ever played a Metal I, I Gear game. I understand, but I mean, like, it's not, it's weird in the sense that, like, if you've never played Metal Gear, you're like, what does that mean? But I didn't find it weird, like, Narwhalio and squeaking things at me talking to you through a cell phone. That oh, was yeah, way no. weirder than yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. No, that's yeah. weird, but that's, like, catchy weird. This is, like, serious weird, though, I think. It's like... Yeah, you have, like, the human torch dressed up in the deadpool outfit (laughs) i was like what is going on right now it looked like a clown like insane clown posse didn't it with a gas mask yes i was like why are they on a a flaming unicorn yes but so outside of those two characters the floating boy and then his name is the man on fire that's how it'll be referenced later on okay did you not (laughs) find and again before until you get out of the bed because that part i'll agree too is way too long Yes, and you can't, and I didn't know, and it doesn't let you know that you can skip it. And so I had started the game, 
watched that first opening thing mm-hmm. and then it was like oh the the update's ready i was like oh okay well i'll just go back and i'll i'll update it and then i'll yeah. skip this part it doesn't let you know you can skip it i'm pressing everything and yeah. i was like shoot <laughs> i had to watch that whole thing all over again i was oh, like oh no i'm fatigued <laughs> by the time i even started the job but once you get to the point where you're exiting and trying to leave the hospital yeah. Aside from the two weird characters that y'all are hung up on, did you not find that to be exciting and intense? I thought that was amazing gameplay. I thought it was a lot of fun. A little slow getting to finally where he finally stands up, but I thought all that was exciting. Did y'all, you know? Uh, did I think it was exciting? You know what's funny? The one thing I didn't like was that um, there's a part where you like lay down with other dead bodies and try to yes. quote unquote play dead. Yes. But like you're moving so much. <laughs> I was like, Y'all aren't playing dead. Like he rolled <laughs> over at one point. I was like, what are you doing? Stay still. Ceiling floor, ceiling floor, ceiling floor. It was, it was nice to hear Kiefer Sutherland though. Yeah, yeah, it is nice to hear Kiefer Sutherland. But yeah, I, that's, that was my first initial reaction to him. Like, okay, I'm not going to like this. Now, how far yeah. did you get? Yeah. How far did you get past that? I only got to where you're on, you're about to do the Miller thing. Okay. So you're like on the horse looking at the town and he's throwing all this information at you. Like you can do this, then you can do this, then you can tag this, then you can do this, then you can do that. I was like, shut. You're like, whoa, whoa, slow down there, Poncho. Let's figure this out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, oh shoot. And then, you know, too, it was, I think it was 1230 at night. I was like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. The, so the, the next time you play is the real litmus test to see if I'm crazy or not. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's such a different game from that point on. It really right. is. You're absolutely right. It's just right. such a weird thing at first. I was like, man, this is really weird up front. Like, really weird yes, up front. And, and that could, what would really stink is that could be a huge turnoff to a lot of people, and they wouldn't get past that. I could totally see that. And I can totally. Y'all, y'all, are, y'all are blowing my mind right now, because I really don't feel like that's that weird. I mean, there's two weird characters. But Chris, you, that, you've, been Chris. Weird. you've been playing that Chris. franchise from no, day one, I get, though, brother. I get that, but Chris, it's two it's weird, weird characters. Brother. It is weird. <laughs> See, and I'm I'm sort of with Chris in that, yeah, it was really weird, but at the same time, I was having fun trying to get out of that hospital because it was really intense. I did not really have intense. fun at all in that hospital. I don't ever want to well, do the hospital again. Well, what's weird is you don't get control till the very end of the hospital, so it's not like you actually have any decisions to make before that besides that one room where you crawl under the... Well, and you, you just have to follow your boy. Yeah. No, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's teaching you all the mechanics. It's like a tutorial. It's teaching you how it to is. crouch, teaching no. you how to use yeah, your... No. I learned that and all that kinds of stuff. It's very true. I got you. I love you, Chris. I do too. I just, I I mean, I'm fine. It's not like I'm offended. It just, I don't get, I can't wrap my head around like there's two weird characters. I mean, I played a game where a bird cat dog thing was talking to me through a cell phone and I'm hitting things with a squeak hammer. That's 10 times weirder than the opening Metal Gear Solid That's trippy, but. But Ten I, times. I, you know what I Ten think it is? Ten times weirder? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think what's weird about this, though, is that the tone is set way more serious. Like, having Narwhalio do that is a little more, like, lighthearted and, and catchy. Right. You're, you're this, in a giant world. Like, there's a, you know, that's like, that's like playing Kingdom Hearts, and you're being like, what? This is so weird. A talking duck. Right. You're like, well, it's Disney. <laughs> I, I will say this, that they... That the way, and I don't know at what point in production that it, you know, everything went and, you know, down the tubes because I would of the say whole right after that me. first scene. <laughs> but I will say that this game very much makes no apologies for expecting that you played Ground Zeroes. Pretty right. much. I mean, it just throws you, picks up right where Ground Zeroes pretty much left off. And it makes no apologies about that. So I, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. It's not like I think you're totally yeah. out of left field. 
It's but just the weird I, but part. But I heard that you didn't have to know about any of the other Metal Gears to really play this game. That's why I was okay going in on it because I'm you like, you don't okay. have to know anything. But of in course, they're going to reference stuff, enjoy right? the, the gameplay. Yes, again, right, right. because I've played previous Metal Gear Solids, I had an idea right off the bat who the floating kid with the red hair was. Okay. Now, I didn't know until way later whether or not I was right. Right. But I had an idea right away. Were you right? I, I yeah, I was right. Okay. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, that's 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 the yeah. beauty, beauty of this podcast. We all have different styles, but what was really what was bothering me the whole time was that you know Ed and I have similar styles, and I'm like, man, he loves this game. What is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Because I feel like nah, you're not doing anything wrong. No, man. no, there's nothing not. wrong with you, man. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with me, but I'm just like nah. this game has this game is like the first real like confusing game for me. It's like why I should be really liking this and why am I not? And I, it, a, a lot of it, honestly, is just because I don't think I put in as much time as I probably should have. So I, I'm going back. It's all it's it, all good. It's man. definitely not like a jump in and play game. It's not it like, is, all right, mm. Metal Gear Solid Five, let's no, jump in no, and play this thing. nothing like that at all. I'm yeah. in the exact same boat as you guys in a way, but with Doom. Like everybody in the go. world is loving that game. There you go. And it is, mm. even to now, it, it makes still you feel weird, not right? Me. It starts, oh, yeah. I, I'm questioning my gaming abilities right now. I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> I will say this for both of you two real quick because on last week's I think it was last week's episode Ed mentioned how he did all this stuff and he was only at 5% yep. you can beat the game and be under like 50% complete yeah. so don't let the completion meter worry you that oh my gosh I've got to play 200 hours you, you can beat no. the stories quote unquote exactly, and, and be like 50% under because there's all this side stuff that adds to that completion number so if you end up liking it and continuing on, don't worry about getting 100%. Exactly. And that I'm, can be daunting. To right now, I'm not even worried about doing that. I'm just what I'm focused on is let me give this game more time because if yeah. it's going to do what Chris thinks it's supposed to do for me as with my gaming style, then I will love this game and I will want to complete it. So it's just like the litmus test, you have to go in pretty you have to go in a few yeah. way more than just like I think I did maybe two or three hours in and just really completing that first major mission. I need to do more in order to really grasp it. And, and like any game, I mean, you want to do that, but like right off the bat, I wasn't, I wasn't like that whole first scene. I was not ready, not convinced at all. I'm like, I'm, I know this is going to get better knowing full well that I know that everything, this gets better. But right off the bat, I was like, "Uh." and Gabe, I think you're feeling the same way. If you guys reach mission five and you're not enjoying it from a gameplay standpoint by then, then you pretty <laughs> then much well know you're – yeah, because you'll yeah. have had four missions where it's just the gameplay. If you guys play it for nine hours and no, don't like it No, it's not like even it nine yet, hours. I'm just, I'm just kidding, kidding well, Chris. It I'm depends on how you approach the missions. <laughs> right. That's the beauty of it. You can take forever to do a mission or you can rush in and make it happen. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of up to you. And but, I will be taking my time because of the stealth capabilities, which is great. Yeah. I got to give you props, Tim, because I was three minutes into the XCOM tutorial and I was like, nope. <laughs> well, yeah. but that's the thing. There are, there are totally games like that where I've, I've, I've done that too. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, this is totally not for me. You know, right yeah. off the bat. But the fact yeah. that like so many people in the community are like, oh man, Metal Gear Solid's my favorite. And you like it. Like Chris, you're all, you're all in like, we do have some similar gaming styles all together. Like there are things that we enjoy and stealth is one of the ones that I enjoy. And this is a stealth game. And I'm like, ah, I should be loving this game. Why am I not loving this game? So I I gotta, I gotta keep going and just see what's up. But for now, I'm going to play the stick of truth and do something completely different. (laughs) By the way, I'm totally sorry that we hijacked your, your weekend update. No, no, no. I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm actually sorry because my, my part is taking too much, 
too long, but hey, that's what you get. It's all good. <laughs> Chris. Yes. Um, now that we've completely offended have you. Have you platinumed a Metal Gear yet? Have you I'm getting to that. Don't okay. you worry, my all friend. All right, all right, go, go, go. So <laughs> last week was uh, kind of busy. Um, I'm going, my vacation starts uh, next week. Sweet. Next Monday. Nice. Well, I guess technically Saturday is when we're leaving. Um, so I'm busy working last week and this week to wrap up all my projects so that I'm good, so that nobody else has to pick anything up. It's all set in motion. I'm working ahead, getting a few jobs set to where they can go live at certain times. So the only thing I really did last week is we did have friends and my younger brother over one night for dinner. Um, just swam in the pool. I grilled uh, pork chops for everybody and Yum. some asparagus. It was really great. An awesome time. And um, the weekend, the only thing I did, I did get another chance to play with PSVR. Mm-hmm. I went to a GameStop this time. And it was weird. Do you guys, have you guys ever heard of a store called Think Geek? You ever yes. Heard of one of those? Yes. Yes. They have one in the mall over here near me that it was the first one I've ever seen before. And it's got all this, you know, video game and like nerd memorabilia stuff. And you can get T-shirts and statues yeah, and all this yeah. kind of crazy stuff. It's a really cool store. Well, this GameStop was a GameStop and ThinkGeek in one store. That's really oh, smart, wow. actually. And I didn't know that. I don't know if they're like the same company or I don't know how that works. I didn't get to ask anybody, but that was like, huh. So I'm waiting in this line to do PSVR and I'm just looking at all this cool nerdy stuff. It was awesome. And then I was the last one in the line. There was about... 15 people but once i got up there it was kind of like slow after that there really wasn't many people coming through the store in general so i did psvr i did um the eve valkyrie which is the you're in a a spaceship and you're doing like space combat and then i just went back around and got in line and let two people go and then i went again and i tried the uh nice one of the missions that has the move controllers, I forget it was called the heist or something like that. Yeah, and I oh, found out that, do that the reason that one is not at Best Buy is because they have rules against showing things that have profanity in it. And that uh, demo's got profanity uh, okay. all throughout but, it. But GameStop's like, oh, who cares? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's kind of weird. But I tried both of those. I enjoyed them. Uh, I enjoyed the E Valkyrie was the one that was like, okay, if I'm going to feel you know queasy or something in vr that's probably the game that's going to do it and they have it even listed as the most intense demo out of all the ones um and how'd you do there's no problems with it it was nice. i thought it was awesome going and you're like flighting and you hear like people say there's people on your six and i'm like looking back almost like not 360 degrees cause i can't turn my sure, head all the sure. way around but i'm looking back out the window and I'm, I'm swooping around and then coming and trying to get back behind them and fire rockets i had a great time with it nice and then the heist mission was pretty fun too. It was just a short little snippet of it, but it was cool just to have something to see what it's like using the move controllers. The tracking seemed fine, but I mean, it was just a demo. So who really knows? And most people were doing Eve Valkyrie. So I didn't get to see other people really try it. Um, so, so you're definitely, this has sealed it for you. Sony VR, you're in, it's good. Yeah. It runs great on the PS4 and you're, you're fine with it. I will. I don't want to say it runs great. What I want to say is that it runs great from what I've experienced. I have not experienced enough to be able to say like, "Oh yeah, everybody buy it. It runs great." I don't want people buying it and it's janky when they get home. Sure, and, sure. You know, blaming me. But everything that I've tried thus far has been good. So when I've tried E Valkyrie, I was like, "This excites me for the X Wing Battlefront yes, mission that's going to yes. be in VR." Because I was like, "I want to play that. I hope it doesn't make me sick." Yeah. So as long as the control scheme is similar, it should be fine. Because it seems like the thing that gets people sick is whenever your character is walking or moving and it has weird movement patterns based on the controls that don't match with where your head is going. Right, right, yeah, because your mm-hmm. brain's trying to correct itself, and it, I think that can get all janky. 
But when you're in a vehicle like an E Valkyrie or the battle zone that I did last week, like you're in a vehicle. So you constantly have like the sheet, the window and whatever to keep you planted when you're moving around. So I've not had any issues yet. Not saying it won't ever happen, but I'm fully committed to being an early adopter, trying it out, figuring out, saying what I don't like, what I do like. I'm totally cool with that. If it just, if every experience that I had, like either made me sick or I just thought was horrible, then no, I would absolutely cancel my pre-order, but I've not had that experience yet. So I'm going to keep it and see. It still may be something like three months down the road after it releases. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like this. Yeah, it (laughs) may be. I I I have no idea. I I doubt that's going to happen for you, but I just, I love your passion for it. The fact that you're going back to these demos and back again to these demos, like you're in, man, I I love that. And I'm excited for you when in uh, this, when it comes out in October, right? October. Yeah, October 13th. So I'll definitely yeah. keep you guys updated on that as it comes out. I don't know how long all this demo stuff is happening, but I'm about to go on vacation, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Man, this this fall we're all going to be broke, and Chris is going to yeah. be dizzy. <laughs> yeah. be broke and puking. We're gonna be broke Man, and nauseous. my wall? Broke and oh. nauseous. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, Sunday we Sunday. had... The Married to the Games versus the Res TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Overwatch yeah. Battle Royale. Awesome, That jump was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. It was the I best I was mad ever. the whole time, but it was so fun. It was the most fun I've had in such a long time of having all, people from our community that we were playing with against other people from a whole other community. And it, but it's all friendly. It's like in, That's in awesome. fun. Ugh. And we battled out and we ended up being three and three. No yes. way. Yeah, that was, was a, the best part. Yeah. It was so a total cool. defensive battle. The defense, the team that was on defense every time won. And let me, mm. Chris, you, <laughs> so we were on attack first and they were on defense first. Yes. And, and beat us. And <laughs> after the first game, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this is about to be bad. We're about to get We're going to go 0 and 6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was really worried about it, but then like and there was one that came really close. Mm. And it was it just it was like just really exciting. There was a lot of stuff that like kind of kept you sweaty and So were you guys like excited. talking to each other or were you like focused on the game while you were or, We were talking. No, we were and, talking. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that's great. Awesome. Ugh. I will say this. You know how in professional sports, sometimes there's a football team that wins the game and, oh, they got away with a hold or, oh, that team got away with a dribble and the refs didn't see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did have a moment like that on our side that didn't get caught until afterwards. What was it? So one of the rules that we had was that you couldn't have any duplicate characters. Who said that? We said that at the beginning. It was before you got there. It was with everybody else on the team. (laughs) (laughs) But we also had one person on standby. And I, I don't remember if he was in the party when we mentioned that rule. Well, at the end, we had two of the same character on that very last mission. Oh, and the Bastions. Yes. And I didn't notice it. I didn't even notice it on the winning screen, you know, because it shows your entire team. I didn't even notice yeah. it there because I wasn't looking at the screen. I wasn't paying attention. I was just excited that we had actually held him off. Yes. And then when Lem mm. jumped over, he said, well, they were wondering why you had two characters. And I was like, huh? So... Maybe technically we broke a rule on that one. Married but, to the cheats. Yeah, call us the Patriots. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> We're the Patriots. Oh my gosh. But That's funny. I'm still calling it that we're 3 3, and we'll have to have a tiebreaker sometime after 200. Well, well, and you can look at it like this too, Chris. That wasn't the close one, if it was the last one. 
one was pretty dang close. But remember the one, wasn't it the one like a uh, second to last, like five, four or five where we had to hold them off for forever? Yeah. We actually, after the first one that we won, pretty much everyone after that, they got to at least the second point or something. <laughs> and we had to just do a, hold them off. Just yeah, them exactly. Off. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's so great, man. That's awesome. And the cool thing is, is that we have a stream from my perspective and Gabe's on our, our YouTube. And then if you go to the Res TV Twitch channel, at their past broadcast, you can see their perspective and hear them chatting about it and everything. So it's really, really cool. Are they cussing us? Why do they have two bastions? Yeah, they did. Dang it. <laughs> they, they've got this lovely British guy. I don't know his name. He's like, he's like, oh, oh yeah, they've got two bastions. They've got two. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh no, we did. And I, and it didn't, it wasn't until that last little point that apparently the guy, uh, one of our teammates switched. And I wish I would have called it. I would have called it out and be like, hey, hey, hey you got to switch back. But I didn't even notice it because it's so frantic. That's the thing. Right. You're just like calling things no time out. They're like, coming down this lane. You got to watch out. And, well, uh-huh. and people are, people are switching. Yeah. You know, they're switching people half, you know, in, in battle. So you're trying to like, change up strategies if your character's not working. And the, there's definitely a lot of strategy to it. Yeah, that's cool, man. It was awesome. Um, outside of that, the only other thing that I will say is last night I earned two more trophies, so I have one trophy yes. to earn. Come on, man. And baby. I will have the platinum. Wow. Bring it, brother. Bring it. Man. That's awesome. Now, there's no way in heck that I'm going to be able to get it before vacation starts because it's going to be a lot of work, but I'm still sticking with my goal of having it before August. Dude, so yeah, when we get back from there. 200, wow. I'm going to be banging it out and I'm going to try to get it. That's great, man. I'm so excited to get it. Good, man. And. That is my week, friends. Edward. Yes, sir. Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you doing, brother? Good, man. You want to tell us what's been going on? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> awesome. So, how's the weather in Lancaster? The weather is great. Uh, we went this weekend, uh, a comedian came into town, uh, a guy by the name of Joe DeRosa. Oh, mm, awesome. I don't know if you guys know uh, him. Uh, uh, but he's uh, one of my favorites. He's actually uh, the, the very first comedian I reviewed on the uh as a as a comedy reviewer so kind of we go back a couple of years and um and it was it was a good time the show got started 50 minutes late 50 50 50 oh, wow. oh, oh what was gracious. he doing what is he madonna I, I don't know what the last time we saw a comedian there the same thing happened i don't know what the deal is with this place was it and a small venue or is it like a big very venue? small venue? Gotcha. Yeah, there were maybe twenty of us in the audience. Oh, oh wow, okay. Man. Yeah. Those are the um, more fun ones yeah, to go to. Those are great. Yeah. And so we kind of all sat there and it was just really weird because they never came out and said, Oh, hey, we're running late, or they they said nothing. We just sat there. And the, they they finally started and brought up, you know, the openers, which were basically the local Lancaster sure. comics. Yep. And so how did you do? I'm just kidding. What was yes. that? <laughs> how did you oh, do? I, I, did, uh, <laughs> I did much better than the local Lancaster comics. Yeah, that's I for sure. That. <laughs> oh, jeez. And it was a little painful to sit through. And this guy walks into a bar. Right? And they probably went on for like 20 minutes and they said, all right, now we're going to have a 10 minute intermission. And I was what? like, what are, what? We, we had a 50. We, we just showed you we can sit for 50. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so when Joe finally started, he did, he did a great job. The, his, his hour flew by. We had a great time, but uh, getting to that hour was a little bit of a, a little bit of a struggle. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it's, it's any big brother's duty to give his little siblings a hard time whenever possible. And of course. 
when you're older and in your you know in your 40s like I am and you don't live in the same city it's a little harder to give them a hard time sure unless your sibling writes in to the married to the games uh podcast oh with a question oh and you just sit back and let your cohort struggle with her last name oh, <laughs> oh nice Jimmy's yes. last name is pronounced okay wally <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Wally. From last really? week. And if you go back and listen to last week's episode, you hear me say, yeah, I think it's Oakwall. Just to <laughs> rub it in a little bit more. Oh, I love you, Ed. That is awesome. <laughs> you punk. <laughs> that is amazing. So sorry, Jamie. Would anybody have gotten okay, Wally, from that? No. I never saw I never no. saw it, but I definitely no, wouldn't I, have gotten yeah, that. Yeah, I spelled it out, but I was like, ah, pfft. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first question we asked her. You know, when she said she was getting married, we're like, "How do you pronounce that last name?" She's like, "I don't know." I think you need to have like in parentheses, like the phonetic spelling of your last name at this point. Exactly. But thank you, Jamie. That's awesome. Now, now, now we know. (laughs) It was so much fun. That's great. And Ed's just loving it. It's like put the put the salt on the wound right there. Exactly. I love that you're egging her, egging me on with it too. That's awesome. Pretty (laughs) sneaky, sis. It was yes, and I, I messaged her right after we recorded and was like, "Hey, we answered your question, and I didn't correct them on how to pronounce your last name." <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, Wally. Okay, Wally. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, as far as gaming goes, I think you can pretty much just assume every week I'm playing Disney Crossy Road and Alto's Adventure. <laughs> yes, you are, sir. So that's just a given. Alto's um, Adventure is so good. It's I'm so much fun. It. So I'm much done, fun. Like I think I've done every. Uh, every challenge. I think I'm done. Have you really? What? What? Like, I think I'm almost at 50, but I don't know how high it goes. L- level 50 is the last one. Is and it really? It goes, and then it goes into stars. And so, like, you can have, like, I don't remember. I'd have to look at it to see exactly what it is. But it goes into something else for another five or ten, I think. Nice. Man, Ed, you are, like, the... Disney Crossy Road hero right now because, Chris, you still, have, lucked a, out. You still haven't unlocked Donald Duck, have you? No, I have... Every single exactly. Mickey Mouse and friend's character. My sweet daughter has been dying to get Officer Hops. Like, we're playing. When she goes to bed, Lauren and I are playing like it's homework to try and... Exactly, like, right? Officer Hops. And we keep getting the same... Either the same people or just randomness. And you out the gate. Boom. You get both of the ones... That's so weird. You get both of the ones that we want. But now the ongoing thing with Piper is when the, the prize comes up, she's like, Oh, I hope it's Officer, Ho- Officer Hops like Ed. <laughs> That's what she says. I I hope I get officer hops like Ed. (laughs) Tell you, man, you need to go buy a lottery ticket. I know, right? Seriously, dude. It's so funny. It's insane. Wait, Um, have you progressed further into Metal Gear? I have. Well, sort of. I've been playing a lot, but it's mostly side missions. Okay. Just because it's just so much fun to do. Yep. So story-wise, I think I've progressed into like the next section. I hit another... Uh, a little spot of weirdness, but I knew I played so much side mission before I got to the weirdness. I was like, all right, I can do some weirdness. Yeah. If I get to play for <laughs> hours handle, and hours and hours, I can handle the weirdness. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any okay. idea what number the, of main mission you got to? I do not No, Cause the, the, when the missions, I guess uh, maybe nine, eight or nine, maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Cause the, the side missions, they kind of pop up in a random order. They don't come up numerically. Yeah, they do. But uh so yeah, I've been I've been having fun with that. Um 
I played a little bit of the cave, kind of went back old yeah, school a little that. bit. You went back to that. Yeah, that was cool. That I had was no idea where you were going with that question on Twitter. I was like, yeah, I'm I didn't like either. left hanging like with everyone else. I was like, oh, is this going to be a fun Twitter word game? Well, and I can't remember who it was, but it was like two minutes after I posted that. And someone was like, oh, the cave classic game. Loved it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need to now I need to go watch that. So were you just getting like pretty much votes like, OK, who would vote the most for each thing? And so you were. Yeah, just because that. you have seven characters to choose from to play, but you hey, can only yeah. choose. You can only play with three. Got you. So I was just basically, uh, yeah, th- I d- took who got the most votes and played with those three characters. There you go. Gotcha. Um, Sarah and I started in on uh, Lego Star Wars: yeah, The Force Awakens. Buddy. Awesome. We started in at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, you and did. <laughs> if you listen to the f- the very beginning of our video and then skip to the end, oh, it's a different situation. It's a different situation. And if I you watch it. really closely, you'll be able to spot the moments when Sarah falls asleep. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Because Darth Vader will just stand there for a second stand while people for- wail on him. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled a narcoleptic tiger claw. Narcoleptic she totally tiger did, claw. yeah. It was so much fun. That is great. I think it was what really threw me off is when the... Um, the, we've only played the first mission, and when it began, I I, th- I thought to myself, I don't remember the Emperor being in this movie. They actually start at the end of Jedi. Oh, oh that's cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of cool. It kind of threw us for a second, but uh, yeah, it was it was uh they do such a good job with those. They make them so much fun. And then uh, last night we had some friends over for TV Tuesday and played uh, Drawful Two and a couple other Jackbox games and uh, awesome had a good time. You put that up on YouTube as well, right? Playing I did, Drawful. yeah. And it's funny because when we played Drawful Two, we had uh, probably about ten of us playing, and I forgot to hit record on the laptop, so mm. only I, I did a picture in picture, so only the video camera was rolling. So the ones that we put up, I think there's only four of us playing, so it doesn't look like quite the party, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great, nice. man. So is that what you guys typically do on TV Tuesday? Y'all just play games, or, or? yeah, we'll watch a couple t- uh, TV shows, and then we yeah, we'll either it used to be Mario Kart every week, and then oh, it went yeah. to Rocket League, and oh, now it's yeah. you know Jackbox or just kind of whatever. Gotcha. Whoever sticker sticks around and whatever they they prefer to play. Do you yeah. watch the same shows every week, or is it just like a yeah, random? What do you Let's wa- watch this. What did you watch this week? This week, yeah, we've been we just finished up the season of New Girl, so we're a few weeks behind. Nice. And we're watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, oh. uh, and then we're watching Gallivant. Actually, how mm. is that this season? I really liked it. If you're into that, it's a very Monty Python esque, which um, I love. Kind of, yeah. yeah, kind of poking fun at the idea of musicals, right? So uh, that's the only really the only real way I can handle a musical is if they're making fun of musicals. Because season one, like it was, a, <laughs> it came out in January and it was a creeper, but people loved it. Yeah, and they weren't even supposed to have a season two. And no, not at all. They've been canceled once again, so we'll oh, see what happens. Of course. Wow. But yeah, that was that was uh, the big week. That's awesome. Nice. But Mr. Patillo, Blacky Weather Weekend Update. <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with Jeff Swan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna do that every, I'm gonna do that every week now. I just love it. It's awesome. Um Yeah, man, tell us. Yeah, well, on the road this last week, good time. We were in Virginia and Ohio and somewhere else and uh <laughs> it was fun man i mean obviously the highlight of my weekend was hanging out with jeff swan who will be down for episode 200 so excited yeah, nice 
With he his was wife, also right? at 100. No, she can't make it again oh, this year. Again? I thought that I changed. I did, but then it changed oh, back. She better man. not buy another house. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so got to hang out with Jeff Swan. It was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Good time. We went to a place called Arcade Legacy. Now, I don't. So think of the biggest mall in your town. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Everybody have that pictured? Yes. Yep. Now, abandon it. All right. Okay. Done. But have three stores open. Okay. Okay. A gym, a teriyaki chicken place, (laughs) and a video game store. And that's where it was. It was in a place called Cincinnati Mall. Not the Cincinnati Mall, but Cincinnati Mall. And it's abandoned. There's nothing in there but three running places. Really? And, and they're video- still running? Yes. And I have never wanted rollerblades so bad in my whole oh, life. Oh, heck I know, yes, right? I was like, why do I want to si- rollerblade through I was this place? That exact same situation is in Dallas. Really? Yeah. yeah, there's a mall that like is basically abandoned. I didn't even think anything was there. It has a movie theater that you can get to from the inside. And then there's a pizza place and like one other thing inside this huge mall that's open. Weird, right? Weird, dude. It is. They just announced, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago that they finally got all the permits and things they need that they're going to tear it down, except the movie theater, and they're going to build something new. But I was just like, yes. I thought that wow. mall didn't, wasn't even, like, the doors were locked. But no, it's it's there. It's like a zombie mall. So, Gabe, it's like yeah. Hickory Hollow, huh? No, no, no. Way worse and way oh. bigger. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm saying, like, three things are open. Seriously. I mean, it, I mean, but it's probably, like, 50 stores in there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, wow. it's crazy. Like, it's, everything's just, like... Gated clothes and so it's got those like, black drapes up are everywhere. There people walking around in there? <laughs> There's old people that walk the mall. I'm talking. About. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Are they that just mall? It. Wa- is it just mall walkers? Then no, there was nobody in there but wow. the people that were making their way to the video game. Man, games. wow. Did they have like escalators that weren't moving, and you just had to walk up them and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. Weird. Oh, it's so that creepy, had, like, isn't it? That is it's creepy. very spooky. I took a picture from the inside, but it doesn't do it any justice. That's why I didn't post it on Twitter. But like. Hmm. It, but the video game store was awesome. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. So it was like you walk in, it's got all these retro games, it's got new games as well. And then, because it's, here's the thing too, you've never seen a video game store this big in a mall because sure. they kind of mm-hmm. had the pick of wherever, the, wherever they wanted to be. And this place is huge. And so, like, you walk in, to your left is all uh, old school video games. Uh, it's where I bought those three old school games that I put up the uh, mm-hmm. Legendary Wings. The uh, Mickey Mouse's Mousecapade and uh, Super Mario World because Super Mario World is one of the best games ever. And so um, it's all the retro games on the left and right as you walk in. And then they have a bunch of arcade games. Awesome. And then in the back, they have a bunch of TVs set up where you can play uh, NES, SNES, Genesis, PlayStation 4. And so, like, kids can come in there, and for $15, you get free reign of all the stuff. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Very all nice. All the arcade games and all the console games. And, uh, I mean, I, I talked to the guy. I think the guy that was there that day, was his name was Nathan, and his cousin is the one that started it. And it was just really cool. I just got to talk to him, like, man, hmm. you know, this is incredible, and, you know, what an amazing store. And he was like, you know, really, you know, appreciative, like, Oh, thank you. And, you know, just got to sit there and talk with him about like why they do it and stuff like that. Cause it's one of those things I always ask, you know, of the right. people that are running the place, like, why do you do this? And wh- how'd you get started? 
And I was like, how long have you been here? And he was like, four and a half years. And I was like, well, has it always been like this, the mall? He was like, yeah. Ever since we got here, really? it's been empty. And so he was like, they've always had plans, but then the city would shut it down. And so, you know, nothing's ever happened with this mall. And so it was just really dope being in there and just seeing it. And it was freaking mm, cool. And Jeff Swan cool. knew exactly where to take me. He was like, oh, I know where we got to go. That's so, so great. Uh, yeah. Could you we only did get in there from the mall? Or did they yes. have an outside entrance? Too? No, you could only get in there from the mall. Wow. That's cool. inside the mall. As yeah. a business owner, that would probably scare you, though, because it's like uh, you've been there four years. But as soon as the city gets that OK to do whatever, like a lot could go down differently. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. like they could tear it down. And, you know, well, and they just know. opened a they just opened a bar. Too so like oh, nice. bar across town so it's like arcade legacy and it's li- looks like they're branching off a little bit so it's not like just so focused on the one Good. but that's it was great. jumping jumping when I was in there and we were in there in the middle of the day on a Friday you know what I'm saying that's awesome yeah wow. so yeah man it was really cool that's uh, great and then obviously we went and did PSVR at uh, Best Buy me and Jeff. yeah what'd you think <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> Chris dang it man. I don't I don't like disagreeing with you so much in one show. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Oh, no. Here's here's the thing. Virtual reality to me. Has never changed except Mm. for the graphics. Mm. And so I think that I'm wanting something that is impossible for VR to deliver to me. And so I think it's unfair for me to say whether it's good or not, because I think I might be skewed. One way too hard because as a kid that grew up in arcades and going to, you know, Dave and Buster's every single time I could find one or the game works and Disney and like all of them always had a virtual reality thing that I would go do. Hmm. And it's all the same. Yeah. You look left and you look left, you look right. And yeah, you look right. And, th- and the only thing that's changed is the graphics and, and maybe how good they responded to your hands. And so hmm. like, like, like Chris is saying, they didn't have the move controllers because of the content of the game that you would have had to play. And that's the only thing that's going to take me overboard. Like when I watched that, that lady trying, what is it? The HTV, the HTC five or whatever it is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. With the zombie stuff, with, with the zombies that to me, I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. She's standing up. She's doing yeah. complete circles. She's got her hands out in front of her that are, that are the gun. She's scared. And that feels immersive. Sitting down with a controller in my hand, just looking around, doesn't really do it for me like that. I can I see that. I don't know why that doesn't feel like, ooh, that feels like, yeah, okay, it's doing what it's supposed to do with good graphics, but this doesn't feel like anything special. Does it feel, Chris, does it yeah. feel like something special to you or just regular? And just more no, immersive. It, it feels special to me, but let me let me preface with this. I didn't have the same experience with you. Like, I didn't have all these cool arcade virtuality things I could try growing up. I remember seeing one or two once in a blue moon, but I didn't try it a lot. And I will say this, I I mentioned to you before, I was like, it kind of baffles me that it doesn't impress you or that you don't find it cool. Now, what I will say is that in my opinion, someone who doesn't have all this experience that Gabe has from like the past, if you consider yourself a gamer, like you enjoy video games as a genre, whatever your video game pleasure is, if you try virtual reality, the current version of it, and you've never done it before, I don't personally see how anybody could try it and not walk away from it saying, man, I'm impressed. That was really cool. 
But what I can understand is that people do it and think, man, that was cool, but that wasn't no $500, $800, $1,000 cool. I can totally right, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, to me, Eve Valkyrie, more than any of the other missions that I played, even the the tank one, when I'm in a cockpit, which whenever I play video games that let you have a cockpit view, I hate it with a controller. I absolutely right. hate it. I always yeah. go third person. Yeah, me too. But in Eve Valkyrie, I'm in a cockpit. I'm looking around. I'm hearing my, you know, my teammates or whatever say in my ear that people are coming to your left. And I'm looking back over my shoulder with my head and I can see them coming and I can see a blink and hear a, this target saying you're getting locked on. And I'm pulling back on the stick and doing a complete, you know, turnaround to go and switch it up and get behind that person. And I'm looking around every way like that to me is cool because the reason that I hate cockpit view in normal games is because all I can do is left and right. Like if somebody's coming from behind me, I don't have any situational awareness. But right. VR allows me to have that still because I can move my head and look out the window. I don't have to move the actual vehicle if I don't want sure. to. Sure. And I think that like and I and I think that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I expected and it did it. Yeah. And so does my gear VR. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. except gear VR doesn't look as good, obviously. Yes. But like it does have that whole like, you know, you turn around. You know, it just does what it's supposed to do. And so I think I think I'm just spoiled is what it is. And so I, that's why I'm taking myself mm. out of the situation. Like, don't listen to Gabe. Gabe is spoiled. And so, um, and two, did you, Eve Valkyrie is the one I did too, because I was like, which one do you think would get you the most sick? And she's like, Eve Valkyrie. I was like, let me do that one. <laughs> Just because I, I thought it'd be the most exciting. Ed, I'll take a barf bag, please. Um, and the funny part is I wish I would have had a video of it. Cause at one point I looked down and I go, Oh, I'm a girl. I know that, that was a little bit nuts. <laughs> that was a little bit nuts. I'm not going to lie. Cause in the other, in the tank one, you look down and there's no person there. It's just, you're That's in the tank. You funny. see the seat oh, and everything. I'm a girl. And Gabe never looked back up. <laughs> yeah, I looked down and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm a woman. Hello. Yeah, exactly. That was a weird experience. Cool, but. Exactly. And two, I think I'm glad I did Eve Valkyrie and not the tank thing. I would have been really disappointed if I looked down and didn't see a body. Yeah. Because then what's the point now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just now I'm just the left stick with my head. And in terms in terms of what you were saying that you think you could potentially get behind, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, that's yeah. only going to be available currently with Vive. It's the only one that has it set up in a way to where you put these sensors up in the corners of your room and you can actually walk around in the world. Oculus yeah. doesn't have that and PlayStation right. VR doesn't have that currently. Oh, really? Yeah, because VR needs to – the camera has to see you, so you can't ever turn yes. around. Yeah, because Vive comes with two – or maybe three different sensors that you put in your room. You've also got to have a space big enough for where the amount of space that's, they need. That's a big space. And you can actually walk around in the area. And here's what I, I kind of think about VR. Like, I don't think it's a gimmick at all. I think it's going to stay, and I think it's going to continue. But I don't see mass adoption of it happening until they get to where it can be done wirelessly. And I exactly. think it will get there. Absolutely, it will get there. But it's not going to be that way for a while. And until it is, it doesn't. I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense, but it's going to be – it's not really cost-effective for play, people like PlayStation to make a version of it where you can w actually walk around the room because that's so expensive to do that. It's like at the very right. least, the headset needs to be wireless. Then let's break down that bridge. Well, that's why Vive too, like, is kind of like, it. I feel like VR, if I can't turn around, mm -hmm. what am I doing? But what do you mean by can't? Because like I could turn three my head three sixty degrees in the tank and in Eve, and I could see like the back of the seat and everything. No, no, I no, but it was, it. It, no, no, no. Of course, but that's what you're saying. Like I don't need to necessarily walk around the room. Yeah, 
but I would love to be standing and be able to turn around and get that full immersion of like feeling myself step gotcha. and step and step and have my hands out in front of me. And I got still, you. Now. So, you know what I'm saying? So like, yes. that was just, and that's just me. I'm not saying don't go get it. I'm not saying it's going to be whack. I think that they will pull out some very cool things. But as I like, even with my Gear VR, now, is Gear VR hold a candle to PSVR? No. But does it offer the same type experience? Sure. And so when I go through the store, I'm like, man, the only thing I can really think I'd want to do with this is something scary. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't get like the ooh looking around thing. Like, I don't know. TVs are so big now that it's like. And I, I'm kind of with you on this too, Gabe. I'm like, I, I don't, I, Chris, you're right. I think it's, it's not going away. It's definitely here to stay. It's a question of how quickly it gets adopted into the gaming community. And my answer would be, we got more, we got a few more years, definitely, because everybody's used to the same setup of controller. Uh, yes, it's more immersive, but if you want to do all of these amazing experience, you're basically going to need a huge room to do it in, and not everybody has those type of uh, rooms to do and to game that way. So you're you're talking to a chosen few initially with the entire immersive experience. If it's just popping on a headset and going from there, I think it's going to take a little bit more convincing. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Oh, Hopefully yeah. it no, doesn't I mean, die it's out not, like You're Kinect, right, it's not going away. Uh, companies are yeah. dumping tons of money into it. We This E3 solidified the fact that VR is definitely here. Sony is definitely trying to lead the charge in that realm. And, you know, Godspeed to them. I'm not, I'm in no way interested right now. And I, <laughs> I like my old school traditional controller sitting in front of a TV with my headphones and call it a day. But that's just yeah. me. I will say that I feel like, especially for anybody who's interested, because I've had a lot of people asking me questions on Twitter about, oh, like, sure. should I get it? Should I do it? Should I not? And I'll say the same thing to everybody, even the people like like you, Router, because you're saying right now, like, you're not interested. I feel like, personally, especially the more that they become available, everybody should get themselves to a Best Buy or GameStop or whatever yes, and at go least try, try the demo. Sure, sure. Go try you, it's one of those things, kind of like, you know, Metal Gear. You, like, you don't know if you're going to like it until yep. you try it. Yep, and I, I would tell anybody, like, don't unless you just got money to blow and you're cool with it, don't pre-order it without trying it because you may hate it or it may make you sick. I don't know. You You really should try it. And now that they've got these demos going... I encourage everybody, if you're even slightly interested, and even if you're not, go try a demo. Just mm -hmm. see what it is. Yeah, Give it a I shot. totally agree with that. I just make, I, I, I'm I nervous a little bit just because I feel like we had the same thing with the Connect. And even yes. though like watching the Fantasia demo, just watching it, it doesn't look enjoyable. When I played it, I loved it, but look where the Connect yes. is now. You know, when people were behind the Connect when it first came out, and then it didn't take long for 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 uh, game companies to be like, no, nah, we don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but I, I don't, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess I feel like... Well, you slice the market down is what people are f finding out. And I think that's what will kind of happen with VR. Uh, hopefully it does better than... Sex especially the second generation Connect. The second generation Connect should have done better. It was It's great tech and it's very good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so um, it should have done better, but you slice up the market. So now you need a PlayStation. Now you need PSVR. And so, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're just slicing it down. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think the problem with things like connect specifically are that there's really no way. And I don't think there was ever a game on the market that was like a truly, let's call it story-based immersive experience that you can control with the connect. They're all mm -hmm. dance games. They're all arcadey things, which are fine. There's nothing wrong with those, but there's not like a hardcore experience with that. Whereas mm -hmm, VR, right. 
has the potential to have a hardcore experience. I'm not saying there's a lot on the market now or even going to be early on. Of course. But it has the potential to have that still, which is where I think the divide is going to be and where they're going to be different and why I think VR eventually will take off. And I think eventually, like, VR is going to way surpass gaming. Like, I feel like its ultimate end goal is going to be beyond gaming and things outside of gaming. I think gaming is just the the thing that gets gets the ball rolling. And I feel like it's going to move to everything Hmm. eventually. And be an option, not like it's going to take over and be the only way, but I think it's going to end up being an option that everybody's going to have the ability to do this for this, that, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I, I understand all the concerns. I understand Gabe's point of view, Rao's point of view. I understand everybody's point of view. Do you? And the, the great thing about it is you still got it pre-ordered. You're still excited about it. You're still ready for it. So I say Godspeed. Yep. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Blow that money. <laughs> oh, man. Go for it, man. Because you're going to love it. And I'm, 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 really I'm, sure, so. that, yeah, I'm Chris, sure that you will. Chris is going to be that guy that gets that bad tattoo, but he has to love it because it's a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to be very clear about this. If I, if I get it, because I don't want to paint that picture, because I know people are thinking that. If I end up not liking it or hating it or it doesn't work, I will be completely legit and honest about it. I'll be like, you of know what? You will. I thought this was cool, but nope, it's not. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that honest. box that it comes with was a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's just a little bitty thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's not so bad. All right. Well, then. <laughs> so that was your that was your week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Router, you got it? Let's do it. Well, let's do it. All right, new releases this week for my boy Ed Placencia, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, PS4, yeah, PS3, dude. Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii U, 3DS, PC, Vita, and any other console you can come up with. It's yeah. also they have a version on iOS. It is out and about, do they? Yeah, and it's free. Nice. Weird. Whoa. What? Is, is it just one level? I don't know if it's the exact game, but it's, it's Star Wars The Force Awakens, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, and it's free. It's just the intro. It's I don't know. Be. I haven't downloaded it. It's wallpaper. It's the theme, it's the theme song. <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, Resident Evil 5. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the Xbox oh, One, yeah. Inside, which is mm-hmm. in, which is the the guys from Limbo. Uh, this is the exclusive release for Xbox One, I believe, this week. It looks interesting. looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely plan to get it probably sometime after all the vacation stuff. Yep. Nice. Um, for the Xbox One, Lost Sea. 3D strategy action game uh, for the Xbox One Hawken free to play mm. online multiplayer mech based first person shooter. <laughs> That's mm. exactly what it says. Uh, and uh, I do have a correction. <laughs> Last week, uh, and we'll get to that more oops later. Uh, the Technomancer was supposed to be this week. There was a, a mistake. Last week it was not out. Last week it is out this week on the PS4, Xbox mm. One, and PC. Uh, Prison Architect Xbox One Edition. It's a, mm-hmm. This is a game preview uh, for the Xbox One and uh, PS4 and Xbox 360. And then Star Ocean, Integrity and Faithlessness for the PS4. So, huh. Never heard of it. Awesome. Uh, BG Charts. <laughs> BG Charts, still on vacation, so we got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing for you on there. Uh, we do have a few oops. Oops, my boy, Jonathan Williams. Uh, he had uh, actually Facebook 
chatted with me and said, hey, just to let you know, the Xbox uh, One S connector, we had talked about it last week saying that you'd have to purchase it. it yeah. We don't. It actually will come with the mach- with the console, so that, pre- that, piece, that uh, adapter piece is free. My bad. No. I think I was the one who said it no, cost it's all, money. Yeah, it's all That's good. not and quite he, right. He also... Um, That's he, not quite right. You can get it if you've owned the Xbox and the Connect previously. Then you get it for free. Oh. How do they determine that? Like if you buy it from the store or something? Yeah. I don't remember, but it was on the blog, uh, and I had emailed it to myself because I was like, that is really weird. That sounds mm. really weird. Like, Wait, how would they- Microsoft giving a confusing message? I, I know. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how dare they? Oh, God. Like, maybe you have to send away for it and send, I don't know, take a picture of it, smiling. Yeah, I don't know. Let me, I'll try to find it as we... You have to okay. send an emotional on, video yeah. to Major Nelson. I really did buy my Xbox. With- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. It says, uh, how to use an Xbox One Connect sensor with an Xbox One S console. Mm. Nice. To use your existing Xbox One Connect sensor with an Xbox One S console, you will need the Xbox Connect adapter. This adapter lets you connect your Xbox One Connect sensor to the Xbox One S console. This adapter will be available for free to customers who have an existing Xbox One console, an Xbox One Connect, and an Xbox One S console. Hmm. Wow. Now, how do, how do they determine that? Do you have to bring in a receipt or something? That's all it says. Interesting. That's kind of, that sounds like a logistical nightmare. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, I got one. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? But, I mean, I, they would know through your live account and all that uh, business. Probably, probably yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's that true. done Just Dance 2015. Right. <laughs> well, if there was Just Dance in 2015, then. That's right. Yeah, he, he, he's good. He's legit. Exactly. Uh, it says to streamline the process, we recommend you make sure your Xbox One console and Xbox One Connect sensor are registered to your Microsoft account. Mm. Go to the device support. So I don't know what that means for people who just buy the Xbox One S first. Right. Right. Or the people that only bought it after they did the impossible and separated the connect from the Xbox one. No. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where if you buy the connect separately, like going forward, maybe it comes with that little adapter piece. Maybe, maybe that way, that mm. way in case you buy the S it just has it. It says uh check back on this page. When you have your Xbox one S console to order your free adapter, you will need the serial number for all three devices oh, dear to get Lord. There the you go. free Xbox nice. Connect adapter. <laughs> well, that's how they'll that's how they'll figure it out. Sorry, I should have read it in full at first. That's okay. <laughs> that's totally. That's so and funny. we'll update you to Windows 10. <laughs> exactly. And we need the blood of your firstborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on now, nah, I'll just go ahead and buy the adapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's fifty cents. Give me the adapter. Here's the adapter. Take my money. Yeah, I'm going to buy the third party uh, rock candy version. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. Awesome. Go ahead. Well, no, that's. I, I just when I saw that, oops, and then I had heard about that other thing. I was like, oh crap, we got to make sure we clear that up because that's mm. confusing in itself. Yeah. I have to give a huge shout out to Jonathan Williams, who's the one that oops me. Uh, we had we were talking on Facebook. He runs uh, a really great Facebook community called the Great Gaming Alliance. 
Um, oh yeah, they are man. It, it's totally the show. It makes me feel like our community, and I'm sure some members of our community may have been involved in it. Um, it's a toxic free community. They don't allow you know negative posting. Uh, you know all that hater rate. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. It's it's strictly these like we are discussing games. What do you think about this? That it's you know it's it's retro. It's it's modern. It's great. If you ever want to go and check it out, facebook.com slash group slash the Great Gaming Alliance. Um, I ended up Facebook audio. Uh, chatting with him he was at work and we were we talked for like 15 minutes and it was a great conversation so jonathan big ups to you my man he's in chi town which is awesome and um and gabe i think he's been he was trying to reach you when you guys go up to chicago i'll have to hook you uh hook you up with him please Uh, do yeah he's just a great guy and uh and he's he kind of put this whole uh community together and he listens to the show while he's while he's at work which is awesome so big ups to you awesome um lucas ham uh, seriously, at MTTG Cast, MTTG Cast, and at Breadfan35, it's and the rest of the day to you. It was pretty close, but still an MTTG oops. And that, uh, yes, that was in response to top of the morning to you. And the rest of the day to you. Risen. And, I and also with yours. I liked Ed and I, Ed and, I was, and also with you. I thought that was great. <laughs> and also with yours. And also with and also with your top of the morning. I'm not changing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sticking to mine too. I I love mine better. <laughs> Screw it. All right. Back to you guys. Chris McCracken. All right. So there was uh, a guy that works on the marketing team at a Ford Ford. dealership in Massachusetts. I was so hoping that you were going to lead with this. He was just strolling around on the internet and was like, hey, man, I got to make this ad for the sale we're going to have. Oh, look, that outdoorsy drawing looks kind of cool. I'll use that to pr- promote my Ford Freedom <laughs> sale. Hey, let me ask you, guy. Are you going to change it at all, or are you just going to use the picture straight up? Absolutely not. I'm just going to put some text on it. <laughs> and a car. Yes. <laughs> and a Ford logo. That's fine, right? Turns out that that is the artwork from Firewatch the Game. <laughs> oh, nice. Quirk Ford. And the thing is, is that the, the, the marketing director there came out and said, uh... Actually, we just found that picture on the website widewallpaper.info, and we used it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and Sean Vanaman, uh, the co-founder of Campo Santo, who did Firewatch, said, Come on down to the Quirk Ford Freedom Sales event, where you're free from such things as copyright and infringement. That is... The, the crazy thing is... is I actually have this as one of my wallpapers for my desktop on my computer. I was like, oh, sure. yeah, they just it didn't alter it at all. Just threw a bunch of text on it. Just they didn't even yeah. take the birds out. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing no. at all. It's ridiculous. Wow. It is an awesome picture, though. Good oh, on. so crazy. God bless the car industry. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Detroit. I'm just kidding. God bless Detroit. That is that was awesome. So um. Last week we talked about after, and I mean, if you missed it, you know that's okay. <laughs> after we talked a, a long time, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, Chris had pointed out how there was some single player DLC coming for Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. Well, Naughty Dog kind of talked about it this week and yeah, said, uh, "Don't expect it anytime soon." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said they didn't even start really working on it until Uncharted came out in May. Oh, forget so, it. Uh, it's going to be 2017 at this point. I hope it. they're working on The Last of Us 2 then, and that's yeah. why they're so busy. Give me a call. Uncharted 5. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> they uh, they said don't expect it anytime soon. It is coming. 
but no time soon. They said they're also working on some multiplayer stuff and the, uh, a patch is coming. That's kind of balancing some stuff out, but they said they are, they are really wanting to work in split screen multiplayer for some day. Hmm. Okay. They said it is really, really tough to do it, but it's on their minds. They can't promise it, but they really want to add split screen multiplayer, which I think would be awesome, especially yeah. like this last week. Oh, I didn't even say this in my week update. Over the weekend, I took my PlayStation on the on the road. And, you know, as gamers, and I think a lot of people feel like this, as gamers, we have one shot with people that don't play video games. Mm-hmm. Mm. One opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm the sweaty. Um uh Arms are heavy, knees weak. Yeah, keep oh, going, man. How's it goes? I, I forget how it goes. Yeah, some spaghetti. My arms are ready. Yeah, wires across are ready. Um, so nice. Uh, I took Uncharted Four on the road, and uh, this is going to actually pertain to the question of the week this week. Okay, but um, I took Uncharted Four because I was like, you know, best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We beat it over the weekend. Nice, oh, nice. beautiful. Three days. Of Uncharted Four, I gave it to my my buddy Nate Lampa, mm-hmm. who was on the road with us. I was like, "Dude, you've got to play this." He's played Uncharted One and Two, hasn't played Three, and I was like, "I'm telling you, this Hook, this game is amazing." Sinker, huh? Hook, line, and sinker. Beautiful. We were up till That's the, the game last to do night. The last night we did a push and went to bed at five thirty in the morning. Oh, I nice, I love to get, it to get it done. And it was like we looked back. He looked back. We we're all like bloodshot eyes. Holly st- stayed up with us. Ryan, his older brother, stayed up with us. Wow, nice and. uh and he looked back and he was just nodding. I was like, right? He's like, yep. And oh, so geez. the only thing we rushed through was the uh, the very, very end, which we won't spoil right now because mm-hmm. we yeah. spoiled it last week. That's we already did. And I just pointed him in the direction like, just do this, do this, do this. And you get to just see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, and he loved it. And so it was That's awesome. awesome. That's great, man. I love so, when a game does that. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Naughty Dog for trying to bring split screen. The whole reason I brought that up was because we had, uh, I had like Rocket League and NBA 2K16 and something else on the road, Overwatch. And I was like, man, how fun would Overwatch be if we could play this thing split screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't. And so, you know, you just wish that more, you forget that that's how we used to play because we're so used to playing online with people. Right. That you forget like, oh, we used to all sit in the same room. And split up the screen four ways and mm-hmm. play like that. And, you know, we barely do that anymore. So, anyway, I hope they bring that. Christopher. Well, to piggyback a little bit off of um, some of Ed's concerns he was mentioning a little bit earlier, um, Microsoft Fitness training application for Xbox One <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> is being shut down. Yeah, going the way of old Yeller. Yeah, they're ending the sales of it, uh, the programs, uh, yesterday, July, or the day before yesterday, June 27th and it is going to be completely shut down and go offline june 30th of 2017 mm. sorry shanti yep. <laughs> so another connect heavy xbox feature that is just oh, kind of going by the get wayside it. get it heavy Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. yeah it's gaming and it involves working out and uh that's usually not gamers like i don't want to work out nope. <laughs> exactly pass the crispy creams i came here to sit <laughs> I won't sit down and push on this butt. I came here to sit. That's funny. Where are my funions? 
<laughs> and Mountain I love Dew. freaking love Funyuns. Oh, I love that. <laughs> they give you the worst breath, but oh, they're good. That's one of my nicknames for Stacy. Funyuns. Funyuns. Funyun. Yeah. I love it. That's funny. I'm gonna call she her that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> no, that's not creepy at all, is it? <laughs> Hi, Funyun. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be clear, though, it's a play on her maiden name. Her maiden name was Runyon, and oh, so sure. I started calling her Funyun. And she actually got mad at me when I first called her that. And I said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! I'm calling you that because when you hang out with Runyon, you have fun." And then she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Why did she get mad that you called her that? She just thought I was making fun of her name. Oh, okay. But we Which are, are, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good calling her out anyway. at two hundred. I see you, Funyun. that's awesome uh so we've talked on and off about this tetris movie Uh, Mm. all of a sudden it's a trilogy guys i know it's like make one and see if it does not fail first (laughs) then you can write about a trilogy right oh gosh go big or go home the lord of the rings tetris style just just go home i cannot believe that's a different game ed sorry (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's grow home um, <laughs> so i don't i don't know why. why 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 well sometimes it takes a while to get those pieces to fit sure <laughs> you gotta wait a long time for those yeah, exactly. long skinny pieces we, we, need, movie, you'll we need get the long up. skinny piece we need build up yeah. we need a backstory um, for the long piece i have no idea what his, his story is exactly i think his name is uh carl we don't need to go down that road again yeah come on carl Carl. we need you to uh so anyway a chinese investor i guess is giving 80 million dollars to this movie and they want a franchise of course they do uh why get behind tetris i'm like how can i talk this guy into paying off my house if he's just wanting to throw his money away Mm mm-hmm so I don't know what's going to happen. With wow. That. All right. Chris, you got anything else? Uh, yeah. If you stream from your PlayStation four, like stream your gaming content and Ustream is your platform of choice. It's time to start getting friendly with Twitch or YouTube or yeah. Daily Motion mm-hmm. because oh, on August going 1st, away? yeah, on August 1st, PlayStation is dropping support or specifically they use the word terminating support yeah. for Ustream. That, that's a much harsher they word. They really give a reason. So I don't know if what, what happened, but if you remember when the PlayStation 4 first started, a lot of people were just doing like impromptu live shows where they're just answering questions and crazy stuff. Yeah. And Twitch shut that down. I think YouTube has rules against it. And I, I'm assuming two daily motion. So if you ever looked at the live from PlayStation app, like if you go to the Ustream section, it's almost all just people doing that because they didn't have any rules against it. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but that's definitely going away because they're dropping Ustream support. Wow. Mm hmm. Which, huh. realistically, outside of those weirdos, who uses Ustream anyways? <laughs> those I mean, weirdos. <laughs> I mean, really, I would go with every now and then just out of morbid curiosity. Yeah, somebody right. be like, it'd be one guy with, like over in the corner sitting, like looking with a dead expression on his face, but like kind of shaking his head to some song that was playing in the background. Sure. You have this guy going like, yeah, that's right, I'm here live in your face. And it's just like, okay, I'm going to the game. Just one weirdo with a gas mask with red hair with a yeah, flaming, floating in the corner. Yeah, exactly. It's like I got this, guys. I I know where the sprinkler switch is. That's right. <laughs> exactly. This will fix all of this. Oh my gosh, those so weirdos. <laughs> that that kind of makes. Just, go ahead. 
I'll just say Chris just busts in. He's like, what's up, freaks? <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can see that. I think we're narrow. We're kind of weeding out the the sick and weak uh, with this kind of stuff because not everybody can support all the streaming. So it, I, you got the big wigs like YouTube and Twitch. Makes sense. The sick and weak. Honestly, I thought it was just I thought it was weird when they added daily motion. I mean, I know that's yeah, that big, seems think, really UK. I think it's big in the UK. Yeah, I think you're right. I, that doesn't seem like it's that big of a platform to do, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, cool. as long as you got Twitch and YouTube, that's really all you need. It yeah, feels I, like. I, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, too. Why go anywhere else? <laughs> I concur. <laughs> Anything else, Christopher? That is it. That's all? That's that it. Is all. <laughs> An hour and a half in, that's all you got? Yeah, exactly. That's all no you more have. I'm spent. Exactly. <laughs> Edward. Yes, word. What is going on on the YouTube channel? Over on the YouTube channel, we've got the cave, uh, the, uh, in the, in the full entirety, episodes one through eight with, uh, three characters, the scientist, the knight, and the time traveler. Sweet. Uh, you can see our, uh, episode 200 games for kids video. If you haven't seen that yet, kind of give you a little bit of, uh, information on what's going on with, uh, with that in the, uh, children's hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Early this morning, uploaded uh, four videos from our Jackbox Games adventures. Uh, oh, cool. I got to see this. You can see the Overwatch MTTG, as uh, Gabe and Chris mentioned, from both of their points of view. And uh, the first episode of Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens is up there. Brand new nice. this week. Top 10 videos combining watch Here time and views. Here we go for the week of June 20th through June 26th. Number 10, Trials of the Blood Dragon Part 1, Vietnam War 4. Nice. Mm. Number 9, Trials of the Blood Dragon Part 2, Knuckle Duster. Number 8, Ori in the Blind Forest Part 14, Thornfelt Swamp Returns. Yep. Number 7, This War of Mine, The Little Ones, The First Where Day. There we go. Show back welcome up. back. Back again. Let's get back on this list, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Number 6, Gabe and Chris react to We Happy Few. Oh. Number five, Gabe and Chris react to The Last Guardian. Oh, okay. Number four, Gabe and Chris react to God of War. Oh, wow. Number three, Gabe and Chris react <laughs> no to Days way. Gone. I'm which that one, I love the title because it just sounds like you're just sitting around reminiscing. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, Gabe, oh, you, you remember, remember that one time? We go to the arcade and try that <laughs> VR. It's changed so much. Remember when your people had my people building walls? Oh, <laughs> oh man. What? No, you, had, you took it oh. there. Gosh, why? Oh. You, went, you went there. Okay. Gracious. It's, it's because I've been watching the OJ thing. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was intense. I feel it all angsty. I know, right? Is that, good? Is that good, by the way? I want, I want to watch that. It's really good. It's yeah. really, really good, yeah. yeah I need to but I'm, I'm still in like the first two episodes, which deal all with white people not liking black people. Oh, good. That must that makes make you feel real great. That history was really interesting because you know I didn't have any of that context going into the whole OJ OJ trial, mm-hmm. so it was really good to have that information. I thought, yeah, I agree. Number two, Gabe and Chris react to Death Stranding. Really? Yeah. Huh. They want to they want to see that weirdness. Uh, yeah, yes. they do. yeah, they do. Number one, Gabe and Chris react to Resident Evil, Evil 7. Yeah, there it is. Oh, wow. I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared. Remember that one time I was so scared, you guys? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you guys, as far as hobbies go, if gaming is number one for you, what is number two? 
and we totally missed the who does number two work for. Yes, we did. Joke mm. in that. Who does that. number two work for? <laughs> but I think, uh, was it Chalfie? Who took care of that online? I'm sure it was Chalfie. It was. Uh, it had to have been Chalfie. Uh, starting over on the forum, we've got Donnie Reese. who's <laughs> coming down to 200. I can't wait to meet Donnie Yay. Reese. Number two for me is disc golf. Ooh. An activity I'm hmm. planning on getting in during episode 200 weekend. For those interested in joining me, there's a really nice course out in Murfreesboro, which isn't too far away. Ooh, right okay, down I'm down. That's also where the score is, is out in Murfreesboro. The score oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Tigsta said, number two, gaming collectibles. That is on clearance. Number three, 3D modeling and a little animation. Number four, retro gaming. Yes, I'm playing me some Mario Brothers on my Raspberry Pi. Nice. Interesting. Uh, who else we got on the forum? We've got, oh, I thought I chose someone else. Oh, yeah. MLS Chop. My number two is probably playing poker. Ooh. I used to host a weekly game with old college friends, but with kids entertaining the picture uh, for many of them, but with kids entering the picture for many of them, those games seem to fizzle out. I frequent casino poker tournaments fairly regularly, given I'm in South Jersey. I have a six, seven great poker I have six to seven great poker rooms that are 45 minute drive or less away from me in PA Atlantic city, baby too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, although I do miss the casual local game. And in case you're curious, I'm not bad. And have probably won more than I've lost over the years. Yeah. Good nice. for you, man. Meg, we got to get a poker night going. Right. Totally. I don't know how to play poker. I love it. Yeah. That's fun. I'm horrible, but I just love the hang. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I just need somebody to teach me what the heck I'm doing. Yeah, the the hang is more important to me than the, the actual game. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, let's see. Over on Twitter, we got James. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, bring it. Okawali. <laughs> <laughs> Nopper. N o p p e r at Jim underscore Nop or Nope. Nopper. Nope-er. Nopper. Is it Noper? I don't know. Sounds more oh, like man. Nopper if it's two. If uh, it's I'm Jen if it's two P's, it's probably Nopper. It's two P's. Yeah, Nopper. try that. Uh, he said uh, painting, and he put up a picture that he oh, is nice. painted, oh, and nice. it's really it's That's really awesome. good. It's like definitely up there with uh, old Bob Ross. Ooh. Oh, let's just put a happy lovely. little cloud right over is he here. Being in the happy tree, oh, yeah, little happy little cloud. A landscape in portrait. Yes. Mm. Uh. Jaque, Jaquez Major or Jaquez Mayor. <laughs> May- All right, then. Jaquez Mayor. At Cat Jack 1997. Fly fishing and listening to Mary to the Game. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, right there. Yeah. I do love me some fly fishing. That junk Fly is fishing is dope. I've just, like, I'm not saying started, but, like, I did some last year, I think it was. Really? That was a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. We have a big fly fisherman on the road in our guitarist, Tim Rosenau. And it was a good time. That's really cool. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then we've got uh, Bird Fly Bear Don't at Bird Fly Beard. Uh, indoor Drumline. Ooh. Oh, nice. I like Interesting. that. Oh, give us some video. Give us some video of that. Uh, Kelly Ann. Shoot. Why do I pick these ones that I can't say the last name? <laughs> getting hit up this week. Uh, Tonyes, 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 T 
T-O-E-N-J-E-S, at PowerSlammer96. Sounds like Tonyes. Avid reader Ooh. and watching sports. Ooh. All right. Nice. I like it. I like it. Thank you guys so much for answering our question. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. Check out the website, MarriedToTheGames.com. Come check out the forum. It is a forum where people talk and things mm-hmm. like this. And then uh, the YouTube channel, like Ed talked about, youtube.com slash married to the games. Woo. And uh, router. Rate us on iTunes so I can redeem myself and play Metal Gear Solid the way everybody else is playing it. There you <laughs> go. I like it. I Amen like to it. that. Man, you threw me for a loop. I was like, route. I'm like, what? What did I do? Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get into some questions. All right. First off, got to say, for all of us in North America, happy 4th of July coming up. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. We got to get that out of the way. Also, congratulations. Is there a Fourth of July song? Is there a Fourth of July song? Yeah. Uh, bah, 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 that would be the national the, anthem. That would be the national anthem. Is uh, that would that be maybe your grand old flag? Is that? What? Yeah, it could be. I mean, think think of any of those patriotic ones, and you can any Philip D'Souza. You're in. He's changing the instrument. The same yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. I can never on the spot uh, if you tell me to name either the. The the king and queen of England song or the Olympic theme, I always bungle them up. Oh, I never know which is which. I have no idea. That's the national anthem. I know that's just what comes to mind because we win so many golds up in this piece. Yeah, and we're all gonna get the Zika virus. It'll be great. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I went there. Uh, Yeah, you did. Lord, it's all good. It's all good. But yes, happy Fourth of July coming up this coming Monday. A uh, happy Shark Week, Ed. I'm so excited for you. Uh, We've been watching it. It's awesome. I'm a jet all the way. That's right. And oh, uh, nice West Side Story reference. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. And a big uh, a big shout out for all you soccer fans to Chile, who won the Copa uh, Cup this past weekend in a thrilling penalty shootout where Lionel Messi, who's one of the leading soccer players in the world, missed a penalty shot. It wasn't all his fault, so we can't blame him all for everything. But shout out how, to How can to it Chile. not be all his fault? He was the only one kicking the ball. Well, that's true, but there was, uh, but Chile won. Didn't four he send two. it over the top of the net? Chile, yeah, it went over. Chile won four two on penalties, so that somebody else missed. Uh, somebody else missed because the keeper was good, and he he guessed right and blocked it. So well, they, Argentina only got two in, and Chile got four, and they win the Copa. So congratulations to them. That was awesome. And we all was, see what happens when stars don't step up and act like stars. Because well, he, Steph Curry, I think, had like 15 points in Game Seven. Right, exactly. Or 19. And uh, Lionel has, I think, announced that he is no longer doing. Uh, he's retiring from international play, so he wants to focus on uh, his, I guess, career. He was that upset, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I, that would be. Upset. He was really upset. I really did feel bad for him. All eyes on him, and and it was one of those things. But, uh, and he was like, laces out. People were like, wrong football. <laughs> Would you like a cookie, dear? So, yeah. Um, 
So big ups to that. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, email Lucas Ham. Our boy is bringing it with our our national day ofs, and he has yet another one. Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you are bright eyed and bushy tailed and ready to answer some quick fire questions. These questions are brought to you by National Camera Day. So enjoy. Really? So the questions: Do you prefer to shoot guns or cameras? What the freak? Yeah, let's do it. Come on, quick fire. Cameras. A- am I shooting them with a gun? <laughs> you can. I want to shoot. I want to shoot guns. Cameras. Cameras. I shoot more cameras. I don't necessarily prefer it. Right. I-, I like shooting both. If there's a range, would you do a camera shooting range or a gun range? How about that one? <laughs> Uh, that's not one of his right? questions. I'm just saying that's not one of his questions. It's a range. I'm doing a gun range. That's right. Yeah, you can ask right, pre- in Texas. Do you prefer to shoot or be shot, a.k.a. have your picture taken? Oh, shoot. I, I like shooting. Shooting. Yeah, shooting. Even though, Chris, you're not shy in front of the lens. No, you are not, sir. No, I'm not. But I, You would be a joy to things, shoot. Let's put it that it's way. It's one of those things where... I don't have many people who know what they're doing behind the camera, so it's right. like, well, if I wanted to write, I got to do it myself. So yep, it's I'm usually the one behind the camera. All right, here we go. Do you prefer digital, developed, filmed, or Polaroid? Oh, wow! Depends on what we're so doing. here's the thing: digital film. Or excuse me, not digital film. Good night. But film <laughs> is amazing, and I loved my time being in a dark room. That's actually some of the most fun I've ever had. Oh, that's cool. But if you don't have the money to make that happen, it's just not practical. So digital, right. digital is definitely my preference. Yeah. But I, I got love for film. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, plus it, Same. I, I'm going digital because you can also manipulate uh, a lot if yeah, you need to. Yeah, I'm going to. with the filters for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you like black and white color or sepia? Black and white. Yeah. I like black and white. I think Instagram ruined me on sepia. Yeah, me too. I've, I've never been a fan of sepia stuff, really. I, I definitely enjoy black and white probably it, the best. Sepia reminds yeah. me of like just really bad wedding cards. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> those, those weird sepia pictures. And yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh, black and white yeah. for me, too. Uh, and finally, share about the first picture or photo that comes to mind right now. Oh, gosh. First picture or photo that comes to mind? Like ever? Just now, like in the moment, right now. A picture of me and my dog. Okay. I, I for some reason I have the I think maybe because you mentioned it, the first thing that popped in my head right we said picture now was uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> it just <laughs> popped in there. It just popped in there. The Trammeler has. I been think we we need now. we need to have like hidden Easter eggs and just throw in movie movie gems everywhere know, with right? every every future podcast from here on out. And not call it out, just say it and see if people pick up on it. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we can giggle if we want, but... Yeah. It's Friday, you ain't got nothing to do. Um, I would say uh, the Statue of Liberty, for some reason, like a postcard of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, nice. For some reason. I was trying to get there on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think just a, like a, a mountain landscape is what popped into my mind. Christopher? Picture me and my dog that my wife took. Oh, that's right. A uh, picture of Lauren and my daughter out on the balcony on the cruise. That's my uh, phone wallpaper. There you go. Oh, nice. Hey. There you go. There you go. Uh, thank you, Lucas, again for uh, National Camera Day. Appreciate that. Let's move on to Facebook. Keyshawn Ramos. Everyone has one of these. What is your most memorable level slash moment in a game that you raged so hard you still remember it to this day? Uh, hashtag Ed made me think of this question. <laughs> <laughs> Blitz, Blitz, uh, I don't remember which one, but I just remember going through that game and they would rubber band so badly in that game Mm. that it felt impossible to beat at times. Oh, man. 
Probably Ori in the Blind Forest for me. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Uh, Christopher? Uh, for me, it actually is somewhat recent. It was a y- last year, um, and it was in Destiny. They have this thing that happens every week. It's called the Nightfall Strike. And oh it's a my strike. Gosh. It's extremely difficult. It has all these hard modifiers on it. And uh, But if you finish it, at least the way it used to be, they kind of switched it up a little bit. I don't know how it is now. But you would get, in theory, some really good rewards for beating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one in particular uh, that was, there's this enemy called Omnigul. She's like a flying, floaty witch. Of course, uh, and, as you should. In a straitjacket. Yeah, and she, so you'd be fighting her, and as her health got to these certain intervals, she would scream, and then all these enemies would come out. Uh-huh. And the strategy was you'd be in this one little room to the side, and you'd pop out, shooter, 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 and then you'd pop back in and fight off the enemies and pop out. Well, there's this one doorway that not always, but sometimes an enemy will come out of. And there are these enemies that will come out, their heads are glowing, and they'll just explode. And we we had been working on this nightfall because of the different burn modifiers. It was extremely difficult. It had been at least, we were knocking on the door for three hours. Wow. And we had her like a sliver there. She screamed, and one of these guys came out behind us and blew up and killed the three of us on our team. I just... I just bounced out. I just went Lost out of the party, it. everything, touched, shut off the PS4, everything. I was gone. <laughs> wow, I was nice. So over it. And I played that mission again, but never again on a nightfall. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. That is wow. awesome. Not worth it. I'm pretty sure that Spencer Stapleton was one of the ones on my team when this happened, by the nice. way. So he can probably remember that. Because I was out. That's- <laughs> oh. Check, That's please. Funny. Still yeah, annoys exactly. me right now. That's awesome. <laughs> just thinking about it, <laughs> still, annoying. Uh, Dead Space Two for me, final boss. I just had so much trouble with that. I mm. I was pushing probably three hours. I'm like, why am I not getting this? So yes, awful. wow, that's frustrating. Uh, go ahead. Good question, Gabe. Did you answer? I think so. Blitz. Yeah. You, oh yeah, you did. Uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, how much time do we have, Chris? You good for what? Another five, maybe? Yeah, four or five. We're good. Okay. Uh, last one on Facebook. Another five questions, another five minutes. That's the Four or five <laughs> questions. Okay, okay cool. We go. We'll go. Oh, cool. Brett T. Bodden, what equipment do you guys use for your Let's Plays and YouTube captures? Do you use an Elgato? I want to capture a video from my old consoles, i.e. NES, GameCube, etc., and I'm trying to figure out what kind of equipment I need. I use an Elgato. Uh, I, use, I use the Hop Hog Rocket, and I switched over to the Elgato um, for various reasons. They're actually both very good. And in, in many ways, the Hop Hog is actually much simpler. Um, if you're wanting to record retro games, though, the Hop Hog is the better way to go because it comes with hookups for a lot of different consoles, whereas the Elgato is strictly HDMI. So you're going to need to buy other pieces that somehow convert whatever you're needing to HDMI. And I don't even know if they exist. I haven't researched that. Um, yeah. What exactly is an Elgato, considering I'm one that doesn't do any video capture? Is it just a box that you HDMI? Yeah, it's just, is it it's HDMI just out from your console and into your computer, or how does it work? Yeah, yeah. so it, it, the HDMI goes in from out of the console into the, the, uh, the Elgato, and then there's an HDMI on the other end that goes out, and you put that back into your TV or your monitor, wherever you're going to be playing the game from. And then there's a USB connection that comes ah. out of that that goes to your computer, and, and on your you, computer, you run a piece of Elgato software that all the capture runs through. Oh, cool. On, okay. On the Hop Hog, it's the same thing as far as how it hooks up from the console and then back to your monitor, or your TV. But on the Rocket specifically, it has a USB port in the front, and you can just put in like a thumb drive, and you hit this big red record button, and it just records everything to that. Oh, cool. And so when you're done, you just pull out that thumb drive, put it in your computer, and download the files. You don't have to use any extra software. 
Is the yeah. Elgato software pretty decent, or do you usually tweak yeah, and use something else? No, it, it's the main reason that I got the Elgato. Well, number one is because they have a version called the HD60 that's capable of capturing at 60 frames a second, and I oh, wanted wow. that. And number two, I feel like it's better set up, at least on the Mac side, for if you're wanting to use that capture card for streaming. Got it. But as far as video capture, like just for to edit later and put on YouTube, they're both good and from ease of use, the hop hog is a little bit simpler, especially if you're wanting to do, like I said earlier, retro stuff. Cause they have more hookups right out of the box for that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. And what I would do is like, I would get the rocket and I'd get the retron in five, man, or the retron five, just because yeah, it's, that's true. It's Genesis, SNES, NES, Famicom, and it's HDMI. Yeah. And so then you don't have to worry about all that other stuff, but, uh, the rocket, like, um, Chris is talking about is what I used to do on my Shinmu Saturday because it does let you hook up via the, you know, whatever you call it, the component cables or whatever they're called. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I did not, I did not know any of that, which is really cool. Thank you. All right, let's uh, move on to, uh, Twitter real quick at, at Krypton TKMC Spencer Staple to the street team. Since it's <laughs> shark week, you are all on a boat and Ed falls into the ocean. Shark circling. What? Oh no. Which one of you jumps in to save him? Dude, I'm all over it. That's my brother right there. I'll be, I'll do, I'll do it. Who jumps in the water to save Ed from a shark? <laughs> I will jump in to save him. I, I was totally going to say I would do it, but since Router did it, I'll just I'll let him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris will push me in at this point. Are you sure we don't yell encouragement from the boat? <laughs> Gabe's like, I'm good at fly fishing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Punch him in the nose. Punch him in the nose. They don't like Some, that. Poke the eye. Poke the yeah. eye. Exactly. Get out of there. I'd go, I'd go in. I'd do it for any one of you. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, Tim. I would do. Yes, I do. I'd pee all over anyone. I totally would. So if Ed fell in the water, yep. Mm-hmm. How, how high is the boat? That's the other question. Well, there's a lot of factors here. Is it clear there's water? Is it a dark and stormy night? If it's a nighttime, Ed, I love you, but I think you're on your own. That might freak <laughs> me out a little. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of circumstances. But of course, I'd do it. I mean, if it was a small boat, and I could like reach in and grab Ed. I don't know, man. Jump in. You got to jump in and save me. Yep, I'm saving you. Punch him in the nose, Ed. <laughs> that thing has never made sense. Has anybody ever tried to punch underwater? How do you gonna punch a shark I know, in the it's, nose? It's like because the water gives you more resistance, so it's just like a <laughs> it's like more than the a slowest, push. weakest punch ever. He's yeah. like, "What was that?" He's like, know, right? "I'm just gonna bite you just for that because that was weak." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at uh, oh, here we go, Sherry Crow at Christ Disciple. What's oh, your yeah. earliest gaming memory? Hashtag Mama Bread Fan. Hashtag mm-hmm. Bread Fan Thirty Five. That's my girl. Awesome. I like it. Earliest Aww. gaming memory. Man, go ahead, boys. Chris. Since it's your mom, you go first. Uh, my earliest gaming memory is getting my NES, which I believe is happening in the picture she posted. Yes, that's, that. that's exactly right. She did post nice. a picture of that. Yeah. that was I NES. got it for my. I got it for my birthday. And I remember being so excited and going and hooking it up and playing it. It was awesome. That's Edward, great. We had Pong. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Router? I remember playing Defender in mm-hmm. Norfolk, Virginia, and uh, freaking loving that game. I think I got the high score, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, I got the Sega Genesis um, before Sonic was invented, and so it came with Altered Beast. And that game scared the crap out of me. And we had to take the game back. <laughs> yeah, and get nice. something else. Or wait, was that first? My dad got me the NES with the power pad. 
Mm-hmm. And he used to whoop me mercilessly at that game. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. One of those. Which, whichever one came first. I know the NES came first, but I don't know if I got it first. Yeah. If that makes sense. Good question. Thank you, Mama Bread fan. Appreciate it. Thank you. At DSpin67, my son is now eligible to vote. What advice would you give a first-time voter on why it's important to vote? Oh, for one, I am sorry that this is your first year. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Somebody put a a picture. It's like, can we just not vote and we all be cool this year? (laughs) 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 I loved that. It was a meme, I think, on Facebook. I'm like, let's just, for the next four years, let's all be cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, so great That's funny. Uh, yeah uh, I, I do apologize for for this year but i will say this and i'll never forget it because i was in uh a communications class in college and my professor uh, we were talking about the idea of voting and i had never voted before and uh she she said and she didn't call me out but she was just like if you haven't voted then nobody then you have no right to complain about this country you have no right to mm-hmm. to say anything about this country because you did not participate in what is your god-given right and one of the basic foundations of this country and I agree. that totally resonated with me and that summer i went out and registered to vote and uh and haven't looked back it is important i think to vote uh and uh because it is a voice and you, if you don't say that that voting if you do say that voting doesn't matter, it really does, because there have been several elections, and they may not all be broadcasted, but there have been several elections that were won by narrow margins. And if people don't go out to vote, then you don't get to raise your voice, and those margins um, go go by the wayside. So I yeah. strongly believe in voting. I have no idea who I'm voting for this year. I'm almost just going to write in Mickey Mouse and be done with it. But mm. at least I'm going mm. to. But at least I'm going to go and vote. And it is actually I enjoy going to vote, getting my little I voted sticker, and you feel very patriotic when you do. But the opposite of that is also true because then you can always say, "Not my fault." Yeah, well, and that's, a, that's a scapegoat in my opinion. I think that's yeah, exactly. that's a, that's the that's the easy way out. But yeah, it's very true because it doesn't al- it doesn't always go your way, and that's exactly the reason why you vote. But I I, I strongly yeah. suggest that you do vote. I've never voted, so I can't, I, I can't speak to Dang, it. Dang, have it, Gabe. I, I don't, I'm the exact opposite, but I also don't complain. Yeah. Yeah. That's I true. think America's great, and I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. I agree. Christopher. I, I think what Ed, or excuse me, what Router said is absolutely right in that your vote can matter. It does matter, and it is important. Um, if you look at, like, my first election was the 2000 election, and that's the one that went to the Supreme Court, you know, with Bush and, and Al Gore and all that stuff. And so, like, it absolutely, yeah, it absolutely right. mattered then. We've had a lot of elections where it did matter. and But the thing is, is that you need to be an informed voter. And that does yep. not mean that you need to study everything that they say in every stance of every single platform. But you need to know between your options that are on the ballot for whatever, whether it's a person or an idea – you need to have a basic understanding of what it is and then make an informed decision if you are going to vote. If, you, if you're not going to bother to inform yourself, then you probably yeah. don't need to vote because you could potentially make things worse. But just look at – That's how we've look, gotten where we are. Just look at England right vote. now. <laughs> yeah, like all these people voted and it was such a narrow margin. And then there's, there's so many people that came out and admitted that, well, I just voted for let's leave the EU because I didn't think it would actually win. And now those people are regretting their decision. Not all of them, yeah. but some of the people are because no, they, they are. They didn't pay attention. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. did nobody see swing vote with Kevin Costner? Hello, <laughs> right. voting absolutely makes a difference, yep. and and it 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 has the potential to really change things. So if you're going to do it, 
just inform yourself on what your options are and make an educated decision that's best for you. Yeah, I think piggybacking on what Chris is saying, uh, you know, educate yourself, especially on who they are and what they represent. It may not always match up with their party line. So rather than voting with just straight up and down, I'm voting with this party. Look at the vote for the person. Yep. And that's really hard to do sometimes, to be it honest. It really is. You, you need to kind of, when you're looking at what these people stand for and what they believe, you need to realize that you're likely not going to agree with a quarter or maybe even half of what they say. You need to right. find out what issues the most important to you, which one aligns with you, and then go that way. Because you're yeah. not going to agree with everything. It's just not, the, I mean, that's life. You don't agree with everybody about everything. Yeah. Yep. That's great advice. The more you know. Um, good. good very question. good question. That's awesome. We will end on this one at Arctic Warlocks. Been playing a game trying to get the last trophy for that platinum. Have you grind for a plat and how long is too long? I'm two months in. Woo! That's dedication to a plat. Yowzers. Yeah, I did. Dude, if you're having fun with it and you're still grinding it out and it's not bothering you, keep going. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, Absolutely. I, I do not have a problem with that. Our boy Chris is going to get that plat for Metal Gear, but it's going to take him a little while mm-hmm. and he's fine with it because he's having too much fun with it. Yeah, I am. I, I completely agree with Router. If you're still enjoying playing the game, then go for it. I know like Spencer is working. I don't know if he's actually obtained the platinum for uh, for Uncharted 4, but I do know he got the platinum for The Last of Us. I love The Last of Us. It's what I don't really p- replay games very often, like narrative games. Yeah. And I've replayed that game twice, and I'm planning to go back and play it again. But I looked at the trophy list, and there yeah, ain't no rough. way in Hades I'm going to do some of those things. I'm yeah, just not doing rough. it. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as I love that game, I don't love it enough to go through that. Yeah, that's so a hard, apparently that is a hard, hard platinum. But if you're enjoying the experience, and sometimes for some people, earning the platinum trophy, that is the the fun of it, you know, and they right. enjoy going through everything because they have so much pride in saying, I got the platinum for this. And that's cool. But if you're not enjoying a game, you need to walk away. Yep. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Yeah. Life's too short. Have fun. Amen. Amen to that. Great. Eduardo? Um, I'm not, I've never... Uh, really chased a platinum. It's not really anything I was interested in, but kind of like what you guys are saying, if you're having fun playing the game, then then play the game. I can't hate on that. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a trophy hunter either. But I did like if it's within reach, you know. But I think yeah, I if you're having fun, why does it matter? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I love. I'm proud of my plats, uh, and I'm happy to do them. And I did the exact same thing. I what I did is, I, you know, as I'm playing the game. Or if I know I'm getting close uh, to the end, because I don't want a whole lot of spoilers either when you look at the trophy list. Um, if that if that trophy list is looking good and you feel it's attainable, then I, that's that's when I usually go for it. Because I'm I'm having fun with the game and I'm still enjoying it. But if you get to that point where you're like, oh, I got to do this again, then it's probably not worth it. It's just a platinum. Mm-hmm. It's not going to kill you. And you can move on and, and find another game that's got a better plat for you. But yeah, man, two months is dedication. It's, it sounds like you're loving this game, so go for it. Yeah, yeah, gaming should never be a chore. It yep. should always be should fun. Always mm. be fun. I agree. That like is it. a wrap. Ooh, thanks everybody. Yeah, thank you guys. Great. Yeah, man. Uh, so the question of the week for you guys was kind of what I was talking about earlier. When showing someone video games or trying to get somebody into gaming, do you think it's best to a lead with the best game ever, or b Start them slow and let them ramp into the best game ever. Chris mm. McCracken. I think it's all about 
knowing your audience. You have to mm-hmm. pick something that you, a genre you think they might be interested in, and you have to know their skill level. Like if I were going to tell my mom, hey, you should play a game, like I would pick something like a Mario or a Mario Kart or something because I know she could do the controls easily, and that mm-hmm. might entertain her because she likes, you know, cutesy kind of stuff. Yep. But if it's somebody who you think has good, you know, dexterity and they can pick up the controls pretty quickly because they're good at adapting to things, then yeah. start with maybe something that's a little bit more uh, complex, but is a much better experience or a more immersive experience for them. It, mm, it kind of all yep. depends on the person you're trying to get involved. So would you start with like a, uh, that's what I'm saying though. Would you, so if say they have dexterity, are you starting with naughty dog or are you starting with something else? If, like, if it was like, so for example, if it was somebody who maybe they played games in the past, but then they haven't played games for like 10 years or something. Yep. I would totally pick one that's a really good story and say, oh, you've got to play this. Mm, that's that's what I would mm-hmm. say. Gotcha. Edward? Yeah, I my answer is almost identical to Chris's. It depends on who it is. My my sister-in-law, I started her off with uh, Raving Rabbids because I knew we would just have fun and just be silly. And and then after that, the next thing we knew, she, we were, uh, she was shooting zombies in Call of Duty. Nice. So, oh, wow. you know, kind of, you know. It's almost like earning that trust of, okay, you had fun with Raving Rabbits, so I think you're going to have fun with this one. Um, yes. But then her husband, I started him off with uh, Tales from the Borderlands, and he loved it. And the next time we get together, he's playing Uncharted 4 because... Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you ramped. Yeah. Yep. That's Timmy? awesome. Yeah, I went through that exact same experience uh, recently. Uh, uh, there was a guy, who, a buddy of mine, who you know still has a PS3, but loved Heavy Rain, and those kind of things, I'm like, hmm, I think he would like The Last of Us. Gave him The Last of Us, and he did it in a weekend. It's like, that was incredible. Mm, uh, but wow. th- he was a previous gamer, so it kind of it kind of helps out a little. But yeah, I totally agree with Chris. Kind of get a feel for your audience and see what you think. But I, I'm always going with, with one of the bigger... Uh, best games, and it will usually, like, depending on the person, it will usually be either an Uncharted or The Last of Us, because I, I think Naughty Dog tells the best stories. Mm. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I've, I've always wondered if it's better to to get, to have somebody play a game that they love and beat it, and then be like, alright, so the rest of the games you play aren't going to be this good, but <laughs> yeah, gonna right. be, you know, it does kind of raise the bar a little bit but i, I <laughs> yeah. think if you switch it up to a different style of game then it gives them that variety and i think that might help too there you go there you go so let us know man because i actually don't have an answer because i'm really wondering because i i feel like i made a mistake starting people on the uncharted for this last no, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no but look at the result man he loved it so that's, ex- that's perfect you don't expect that out of everything else but you kind of get them to raise the bar then for their own personal tastes and maybe oh, that kind of you know helps them you know, kind of have a a, a a little more of a picky palate. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Minecraft. <laughs> I like it. All right, let us know. Use hashtag answer MTTG. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for your questions and answering our questions. We love it. We love talking with you guys like, like this. Obviously, again, the GoFundMe. Come check it out. MTTG is all you got to put in the search bar to find us. And we appreciate everything you guys have done already. We can't wait. Man, it's going to be awesome. It's all gravy now. Oh, yeah. Episode yeah. 200 yeah, right around the corner. Right around the corner. Can't wait. All right. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That's Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we're about this thing. Peace.